The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geek Show Podcast, welcome to it. Brand new episode. It's called Hydrate and Lubricate. And you're going to like it. Uh, We introduced the Geek Show Music Club for the first time. I think it might come back again. People seem to like it. Uh, But uh, stay till the end of the episode because uh, uh, Hollywood's best friend, Jimmy Martin, is interviewing The Rock. Yeah, at the very end of this episode. So Dwayne The Rock Johnson, uh, Jimmy's going to interview him uh, briefly. And uh, it's it's for Rampage is why he's doing that. So that's a very, very cool. Uh, let's see. Also, we're going to review uh, Isle of Dogs, A Quiet Place, and Blockers. And uh, we got all kinds of broken news and all that stuff. It's, it's an episode. You're, you're going to like it. And of course, uh, a, a couple of notes real quickly here. Just again, a reminder. This podcast turns 10 years old in May. And so I want you to set aside some time, May 27th, in the early evening, from like 4 to 6, we're going to be appearing at. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to say until the contracts are signed and everything, until we get all, you know, until we get it all figured out. But uh, we're going to be at a uh, a club in the Salt Lake City area, and uh, we're uh, still trying to figure out whether we're going to be doing a show or just hanging out. But uh, it, it's our 10th anniversary. We want you to be a part of it because you've made it possible. So thank you so much. I also want to thank our sponsors, of course. Uh, we've got uh, Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, of course, open seven days a week. Hold service is free. With that, you get a 10% discount of purchases over $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. Dr. Volt's getting ready for free comic book day on May 5th. Go see them. Also, Cabin Fever, uh, located in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East, serving the Wasatch Front since 1982. Cabin Fever is so much more than a card store. Our friend uh, Daniel has opened up Twin Sons Cafe. Chef Daniel, he's got it. Serving breakfast and lunch every day but Tuesday. Uh, The food is Americana, Southwest Mexican influence. Accommodates all sorts of diets. He just wants to serve you a good wholesome meal at 2305 South Highland Drive in Salt Lake. The Twin Sons Cafe. Also Black Velvet Boutique. Uh, Go see them. They're at uh, 293 South State Street in Clearfield. Blackvelvetboutique.com. You know, when it comes to your sexual partner, like with any healthy relationship, communication is key. And they can help you uh, break the ice, so to speak. Seven days a week, 293 South State Street in Clearfield. It's a Black Velvet Boutique. And also uh, Haster Games at uh, 6831 South State. You can go to hastergames.com. Uh, April 14th and 15th only, it's a magic open house for new players looking to learn to play Magic the Gathering. And they're going to teach you how to play the game. They're going to give you a free deck and a special promo card just for going in and learning on the 14th and 15th at Haster Games and Hobbies. So it's a Haster Games 6831 South State Street in Salt Lake City. Go see them. All right. And, uh, oh, also uh, coming soon, uh, as far as this podcast goes, uh, a Geek Show archive. Yes. Going back to the first shows from 10 years ago. We're going to announce that probably in May because, you know, it's a 10th anniversary thing. Anyway, brand new episode. It's called Hydrate and Lubricate, and uh, we'll get to it here in a moment. Please to enjoy. 
Cabin fever with everything from gifts, puzzles, books, playing cards, retro candy and lunch boxes, and a whole lot more. They're currently stocking their shelves with steampunk figures, the original Kit Kat kitschy clocks from yesteryear, coffee table books guaranteed to turn an eye and entertain your quirky guests. All of these gifts, along with the wrap ribbon and greeting cards to go with them, stop by Cabin Fever and tell them Geek Show says hey. Cabin Fever located in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East. So much more than a card store. Welcome back to the basement. Woo! Hey, you know what, Carrie? What's up? Thanks for having us. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Oh, you're just great. It's the third show. I haven't been drinking enough. I only had one beer. Looks like you're doing okay. (laughs) You only had one? Yeah. I've been coming back on drinking. Oh, okay. You fucked up. I've had three over the last... I drink gin at home and play Wolfenstein. That's my thing. I've I've had three beers over the last four hours. That's so good. I can make some responsible I've had way more because we're going to a wedding and I want to be respectful. So you had more alcohol. Yeah. That our, makes, that our, I'm going to be too tired uh, to yell. Stop it! <laughs> no! Friend of the friend of the program, uh, Bobby Wondersnow. Well, is, as, is, as of this, it's three weeks ago. They've been married a oh, month. Yeah. So I, I want to I congratulate her now so, yes. that it's, so that it's convenient and, and fresh and new and not mm-hmm. like everybody else. I don't want to be like, well, it's Johnny come lately's. <laughs> Hydrate. Yeah. Newlyweds, hydrate. Hydrate. That's, hey. that's the watch. Hydrate and lubricate. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, you know. You know how it works. Yeah, when you're working on a car, you got to give it yeah. lots of water and lubricate all the joints. He's talking about fucking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, Tony. We Sorry, guys. About... Wait, you warm yourself fuck after you get married? <laughs> no, no, we do. <laughs> I swear you guys got to fuck like crazy because that's the reason you get married, right? Well, yeah. That's like 90% of it. <laughs> <laughs> for the Shut sh- up, Tony. <laughs> for the stuffing. <laughs> He's talking about fucking. He's Shannon Barnson. I'm always talking about fucking or thinking about it. That's yeah, weird. It's weird. <laughs> hey, but you know what you should come fuck with? My stupid pub quiz. It's so fucking <laughs> so go. stupid. Hey, you <laughs> sitting in your goddamn cubicle right now. What you gonna do on fucking Wednesday? Come on down. To the yeah, what you going to do? Go home and sweep? The big, shiny geek show pub quiz. It's the stupidest. It's the fucking best thing that happens on Wednesday in this town. Especially if you hydrate and lubricate. Get there. If you hydrate and lubricate. That's right. Hydrate, lubricate, get down there, answer some fucking questions. Pontificate. Fucking look at me and go, God damn, how's he so funny? Quizicate. Engine coolant and, ga- at, and, and grease. Look at Brian Young. as like, God damn, he's a great uh, straight man. The straightest. These hamburgers are good. These drinks are good. God, what the fuck is going on with this staff? This wait staff's phenomenal. Lucky 13, 8.30. Get there or fucking um, not enjoy your life. Wednesday nights. Wednesday nights. (laughs) Best Yelp review ever. If those are my two choices, man, that makes it easy. I'm getting there. The pub quiz, right? I'm getting there. Oh, yeah. Pub quiz or lubricate myself? By the way, thanks for never coming. I've been once. Thanks for coming once. I work. I have to get up every morning yeah. and go to work. Yeah. I came well, once. Oh, you know, boom, whole other fucking who? So do I. Yeah, but. Yeah, but he lives yeah, 50 what? miles away from Lucky 13. That's you also get paid for it. Yeah. I live yeah. down in yeah. Utah yeah. Valley. Give him a break. Yeah, his, his no, drive there is no, longer than no, the whole pub quest. I won't. <laughs> Jay won't come down anymore because I introduce him. He's like, I want to be low key. Like I'm on the Disney Channel. <laughs> <laughs> I did not say that. Does it get any lower key than no, that? It's just, it's. Usually, I'm on basic cable. Don't <laughs> announce my presence. <laughs> no, man. It's just you need to I, get, I could get my Xfinity voice activated uh, fucking uh, remote control go, show me Jay Whitaker. And all of a sudden, it's like, 
He's the basketball coach. No, oh. man, it's 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 it, a trick, Jay. No, shit, it. It's just no. It's like the moment you walk into a bar. Like I just don't like, you know, this. Like Jay Whitaker just yelling over the microphone. No, it's like ladies and gentlemen. I don't yell, and I say, ladies and gentlemen, Jay Whitaker. You don't yell. I, think, I always yell. That's yeah, my that's, voice. That's so I was like, yeah, yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, try that again. You no, know, I would love it. It's like the Charlie Day I wish, Dave I Dave wish show. every time I walked into a fucking door, <laughs> one, I wish I was announced, and two, I wish they had my entrance music, which, which is ready to go. That shows a the lot. Hammerlock. The hammerlock. Yeah, do the hammerlock. That tells a lot about you as a person. <laughs> yeah, do the hammerlock. See, I thought it'd be neck. That, the Benny yeah. Hill song. <laughs> you turkey neck. <laughs> yeah. No man, I just it's just when I walk into a bar, just it's not I'm not Norm from Cheers. Man. I know you're so fucking shy. <laughs> no, it's not that. It's just Yay! like Hey guys, don't look at me while I do my stand-up comedy. No, the thing is I'm yeah, that's on stage. I'm yeah, coming to support what? you. Yeah, so I just sure. kinda, I'm just yeah, being a little key about this shit, bro. I'm so shy. Hang on. <laughs> if I use my Xfinity thing, I can say Jay Whitaker. <laughs> I think so. And it'll appear. Okay, yeah. we gotta go in the next room and try no. that. Test it out. We gotta break. Show me Jay Whitaker, <laughs> and they go. But really, he's on this fucking Disney show. <sighs> he wants to keep it low key. <laughs> he's Jay Whitaker. Hey, what's up? Good morning. Good afternoon. Um, thanks. Thanks for announcing me. I'm, I'm, yeah, I was gonna say you're really fucking cool with him announcing you. Da 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 da. Because you're because he's not drunk shouting it across a bar. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, follow no. me on Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, <laughs> at it's Jay Whitaker. Uh, come see my uh, Green Pigs Give Show uh, April 26th. My man Trenton Davis is going to be coming out. Uh, special guest, we're raising money for the Veterans Alliance. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Boom. They do the hammer, lock your turkey neck. <laughs> <laughs> I got to start calling people turkey necks. <laughs> hey, turkey neck. I'm, he's going to start calling people turkey necks. He's quad T. What's up, turkey necks? <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds racist. It sounds so. Why is that? I was like, I, I was like, yeah, but, I don't know. But who's it racist to? I don't know. It's That's not. Why I looked at That's, you like, you like, like Joan you got, Rivers. You got thirty-five years of conditioning telling you you really need to think that one through. I don't know. <laughs> I was just like, I don't think it's bad. All right. I just didn't know what demographic. Anyway, turkey necks. Anyway, turkey necks. Check me out on Twitter at Quad T Tony. Or always here on the Geek Show or on the Gadget Spot every two weeks with Jaron Owen and a special surprise guest. All right. I haven't been invited yet. He hasn't been invited yet. <laughs> He's Jimmy Martin. Hi. Hi. Watch me on uh, KSL and Big Blue Mouth Off, Reby and Slug. Uh, let's see. I have to think about it now. <laughs> it's not that one. Geek Show and Mediocre Show. <laughs> so uh, at the end of the episode. Yes. I'm going to wrestle the, the rock. Oh, again? Which means he's, he's going to kick the shit out of me. Again? Yeah. Oh, no, for, you're, uh, you're pretty wiry. Yeah. For Rampage. Oh, okay. I'm going to go at him. That's, like, for, that's for Rampage. Yeah. Good luck, man. I'm going to get my shit kicked in. All right. Do it. Yeah, I'm so not going to do uh, it. That's, that's <laughs> coming up. I'll be praying for you. This, this will be like how many times you've interviewed him? Uh, I want to say Second three. time. Oh, okay. second time. Second time with him. Um, but uh, Jeffrey D. Morgan, yeah. uh, Negan's going to be there. I'm going to say, fuck you for hitting that guy in the face with that baseball bat. That was pretty shitty. Glenn? Yeah. Glenn? And then uh, Marin Ackerman, who I think is... Oh, Malin Ackerman, yes. Gorgeous. She's a comedian and Sol- actor. Sol- she's Tucker. a comedian? Yep. Yeah. Like stand-up? Yeah, she, she, she does. does. She is so funny on Children's Hospital. She well, is. Yeah, I know that, yeah. but well, I didn't... And that's, that's, your, like, that, that's your actress girlfriend. Yeah. But that's, yeah. but that's like a Watchmen reunion there. Yeah. Because she was... Uh, Silk Spectre. Silk Spectre in the, in the yeah. Watchmen, and, and he was, was, he was comedian. That's true. So it's kind of He's a Watchmen guy. We're talking Watchmen. He was comedian. Yes. He was comedian. He was her dad. Yeah. I'm excited. That's right. 
He was her dad. He's her dad. <laughs> yeah. Carla Gugino was her mom. <laughs> was her mom. <laughs> so yeah, rampage interviews coming. Cool. All yeah. Right. That's cool. That's pretty phenomenal. It, he thinks it's pretty phenomenal. He's Lee George K. I I really I like The Watchmen. It's a good movie. I, I, the ultimate Dude. cut. Yeah. The ultimate cut. Shoot. I still have not watched it. That's the way to watch it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's I mean, it's another five hours long, but it's, <laughs> it's pretty damn good. So, hey, friends. Hey, folks. Hey, you folks in your cubicles. You, uh, you, you titans of industry. You, you wonders of... Turkey necks? You wonder... I would never call turkey anybody a turkey neck. Maine. I'm a vegan. Yeah. That's not my intro music. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I, I love how he plays his intro music during. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. During, I was thinking during, 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 during intro my, is over. Yeah, no, that's fine. That's fine. I mean, he does go ahead. He thanks, does. thanks for the blue falcon. No, he does have a timing. I blue falcon the fuck out of you, man. Yeah, you blue falcon my intro, so that's cool. So, uh, yeah, you know, friends, you titans of industry, you you warriors of the cubicle, you turkey necks. <laughs> You tofu thumpers. No, it's uh, tofurky necks. Yeah. Tofurky necks, So there's some kind of wild things out there. I've got this jerky. It's to die for, but please don't, because I can't handle the lawsuit. It's easy um, to eat. Actually, is it a jerky that makes you live longer? It could, because there's uh, you know, there's no cholesterol. I feel like it does make me live longer. And it, and it is easy to eat. I've got this confirmation now from Canada. So uh, cool things going on. The very first Jason Voorhees, Ari Lehman. And us. Oh, we, yes, we, yes. We've gone now officially into business with uh, First Jason's Slasher Jerky made with ghost pepper. We we have our own version of it at our shop, uh, the Vegan Agenda at 1300 South, uh, 145 East, Suite 201. Uh, we have all five flavors of our jerky there, the smoky maple, the peppered, the ghost pepper, you name it. But if you really want to just get it delivered to your house, which is super easy, you can buy it by the case. Uh, we'll, we'll waive shipping on that. It's 12 bags of premium artisan handbag jerky. Uh, you can get that either on Etsy, just look for uh, Fresh Vegan Foods or FreshEats.com. Uh, or if you need some miniatures painted, I'm the unofficial house painter for Shiv Games. There you go. It's pretty Sweet. exciting stuff. So, nice. And if I still have your Gundam model, uh, dude, I'm sorry. I'll get it finished up soon. Yeah. Chill. <laughs> do you want it yeah, good or do you want it now? Neck? Well, huh? I've, I've, I have now mastered the airbrush, so oh. that Gundam's going to look so cool. It's going to look almost as cool as Goku powering up. Uh, to, to get somebody else more powerful so we see if we can beat him. Whoa, <laughs> that's cool. Go. I'll tell you what. One thing I know about this guy, he's no turkey neck. Who that? Lee George Cade. <laughs> that's right. Well, that's my intro. Hold on. Where's my music? Toe turkey neck. That's your music. He's not a turkey neck. He's no, our he's host. He's our I, host. What? I thought Lee George Cade was going to airbrush you. Carrie Jackson. Oh, thank you. Ooh. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, x96.com. All right. You remember that Pokemon Go? I do. I've yeah. played it a lot yeah. for a few weeks. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I never played it once. I, tried, I, I tried it three days, and I found out they were using that. I was on a military installation, yeah. and they were using it to fucking... To track you. To track people yeah, on military installations. GPS. I played it for okay. three months until I walked off a bridge. <laughs> That'll stop your playing. Well, would you like to do that except with dinosaurs? Yes. yes. Uh. <laughs> It's called Jurassic World Alive. Oh, not Jurassic World, though. And it's the same company? It's essentially the same company, yeah. it's uh, They're just doing a Jurassic Park version of Pokemon Go. Mobile, location-based, augmented reality, going to be out this summer, tied to the release of the new movie, of course. You'll be able to run around your cities and catch rare dinosaurs, incubate them, and uh, create their. you can create your own by extracting dino DNA and then pitting their hybrid dinos against other fan creations. Yeah. So you can play God. 
Okay. And you can run away from them in your high heels. That's right. I'll tell you when I, I'm in on one of these games. Grand Theft Auto. Wait, what? When yeah. you can do a Pokemon Go version of Grand, Grand Theft, Theft Auto? Auto? Uh, what, would you, what would you look for? Cars. You know, hookers and cars. <laughs> well, you know, that's just real life. Yeah. But it's like so Sam's it's not really like, a game, it's just your camera. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's, it's, no, we'll no, no, I want fake ones now because the other ones are so scary. Oh, okay, oh. I was going to say, we could just yeah. drop you off in a certain part of town. and then Seriously, well, sir. You, you hold your phone up and then you just flick 50s out until you get in the car. <laughs> yeah. Drop me off in like North Temple. and yeah. Yeah. All right, June 22nd is when that'll All be available. Right, cool. so there Sounds you go. great. Cool. You can catch your dinosaurs. Yeah. And extract DNA. Extract as long DNA. as you're a shirtless I would Jeff, like Jeff to Goldblum, in, I'm in. See, but on the Grand Theft Auto one, you can extract DNA. They're injecting as well. DNA. Oh, mm. I, I'd be excited to finally capture the the elusive Chris Pratt and then tell him that he was more interesting when I didn't know anything about him. When he was the chubby guy, yeah. on Parks and Rec. When he was Andy on Parks and Rec. Why are you so mad at Chris Pratt? He's annoying. I, like that I disagree. Talk. I like. Oh, him. he's annoying. Crisp Rat. Chris Pratt. The Chris Chris Rat. rat? Star Lord. No, Chris Pratt. Chris, Chris Pratt. Yeah. yeah. Chris Pratt. Yeah. Chris Pratt. He's annoying. I think you turkey necks are saying no, his no, name no, wrong. No, no, no. I think you're the only, like one of the few people that feel like this. Yeah, right. I don't take, take his prayers and his guns and his fucking hunting. Does he have guns? Oh, he yeah. Does. He's big. Yeah. He talked big, about it in my interview. Big on guns and, and hunting. And I heard big. he's Jesus-y, too. Yeah. He's man's yeah, man. He's very Jesus-y. Yeah. Well, but, so, and you know what? Good for him for no, being that way. But no, no, let's not be a dick just because he might be religious and make him an asshole. No, yeah. no, no. That's right. I didn't say that. I, yeah. I, I don't think he's going to go shoot up a school full of kids. No. 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 Yeah. No. He's Chris Pratt. He's not going to do that. <laughs> uh, let's well, you see. know, when you guys put it that way, I sound like the asshole. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was trying to do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm so, so glad that, uh, you, uh, that, you, that you blew Falcon that into my reality. Oh, <laughs> All right. <laughs> not, hurt, not hurting anyone. I call it butt-fucking. By the way, you're, Jay, <laughs> thanks for bringing that term into the uh, Your I'm going to murder you asshole face is getting so good. <laughs> <laughs> Stop talking about oh my mom. He's like, I've been practicing. <laughs> I mentioned your mom in episodes. That was two episodes ago. That was one episode ago. That was one episode ago. <laughs> it's fresh. It's I'm going to kill fresh. you all before the night's over. Talking about my mom. I, I have to go to Draper to do it. Listen, man. <laughs> yeah, you have to go find us at Cactus and Tropicals. Listen, Jimmy, just so you know, that when he said your mom was at a bikini car wash, I didn't believe him. You just said my mom in a bikini. <laughs> now you die, too. <laughs> that was an episode ago. Sorry, Carrie. All right, sorry. Jimmy's like, you're on the fucking list. <laughs> I didn't say she you're was. You're one of the first against the hey, fucking is, wall. Is, is I got to see Shimmy and fucking Billy Madison. I, I got <laughs> to clear some shit up really quick. Hey, I never said she was wearing a bikini or washing cars. Just, I, I said don't she was want this image in my wash. head. Knock it off. <laughs> she <laughs> was getting her car washed. Maybe she was just collecting the money. She was sitting at the fucking desk. And it was kids with MS wearing the bikinis. Oh, yeah. I feel like no, I feel like T'Challa in Civil War right now. Just watching, like watching this go down. Like, yeah, what like, is going on? What is here? going on? What is happening? <laughs> are you more the guy? Are you done? Are you done? <laughs> are you done yet? Winston Duke, man, that's the guy. Right there. All right. <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna read a couple, some quick headlines here, and then we'll take yeah, a break, and then finally. we'll and then we'll take uh, <laughs> we'll take your. We'll take your questions coming oh, up, and we got broken news. Do as we well. have questions? Didn't you post it? Did you uh, post? Look it? at his face! No, like oh, shit, oh, your oh. pants. <laughs> I don't. Have, I meant that. I, I thought you said that you no, were going to yeah, do that. I don't have the access to the to the to the to the, to the to, Facebook to the private yeah to the page. So I didn't. What the? 
I forgot to add. There he goes, fucking blue falcon. I I blue falcon the shit. Oh, God. You've got like 17 pages of shit, dude. We don't need it. Yeah, we can find it. Hold on. Let's just answer our own questions. Okay. Oh, God. About each other? Okay. Let's do that. Oh, God, why? I have a question for each one of you. Ooh. And it'll be the same question. What's that? Hold I gotta on. go. I gotta call. Oh. <laughs> and, we'll, and we'll do Sorry, that. I gotta go to a wedding. We'll do that coming up. All right. It's a carry question. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, now here's. Uh, I don't know if I should. I read that. Owen Wilson's back. Should I read that? Wow. 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 Are you interested? I think if you're questioning it, you should do it at this point. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Wow. Especially if it's about Stan Lee, wow. though. I just don't want. Hey, God bless him. It's Stan Lee. Stan Lee, everybody. Hey, like negative God energy. bless his soul in heaven. Well, no, it's it's. I get complaints all the time that people think that I pick on DC, and I I don't. That's what? just DC fans, those whiny fuckers. They, they get very yeah. they get very sensitive. Right. Bobby, you guys. I'll, I'll be the judge. I'll be, be the judge. I'll be the okay. judge. This is just I'm presenting. Okay. These are numbers. Like he is primarily DC. Yes, yep. I'm way more by. Yeah. yeah, you're by. Yeah. He's DC. All right, but I definitely still love Marvel. Yes, of course. Sure, sure. Okay, so uh, this was uh, this was a few weeks ago that this Fake happened. Fake news. I knew it. <laughs> See, I knew. <laughs> Fake I'm, news. I am seriously, I'm timely comics or nothing. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, for real, for real, let's hear this. <laughs> Only well, read then, 1920s. I'm a, I'm a timely comics guy. Then you were thrilled about the wizard. And I still was. Jones. The wizard oh, was fantastic. Oh, who fucking wasn't? And if you weren't, <laughs> fuck you. I wasn't happy with the way he died. <laughs> well. The wizard wouldn't go down like that. Not like some chump. Not like some dime store rag chump. That's how we do it back in the timely days. <laughs> all right. Uh, Justice League, the movie. Uh-huh. Now listen, oh, I, I did my part. I bought a Blu-ray. Okay, just a society. Well, I did what I could. I didn't. I helped. I tried to help anyway. I still got to buy mine. Uh, a few weeks ago, it quietly ended its domestic box office run with a total gross of a little over two hundred twenty-nine million. Oh my God, that's making domestic. it no money. Domestically, like no money. Domestically, making it the lowest-grossing film in the new DC universe. Oh, and the most expensive to make. Justice League. This is the one with all your stars in it. You yeah. Know? I mean, that's what surprised me. This, I, is why, this is why you're not getting a cyborg movie. I'll be probably shocked not that, getting a Flash movie. No, they're yeah, they're working they're on it right the now. Mix of that, yeah. But yeah. It, it, it I kinda, think they, they should just keep going solo. Now they got the Flash movies in going forward. It's in production. Uh, Aquaman's gonna be a 45 minute special. It was. It, no. It's, <laughs> it's, it's really, gonna be a Christmas special where he parties with B. Arthur. And no, the it's fucking. A, it's the uh, narrator from Planet Earth, man. <laughs> David Charles Attenborough. Attenborough. <laughs> David Attenborough. Yeah. Uh, here's how it breaks down with Justice League and the rest of the DC movies. Yeah, right. Promotions alone, I get mad. It's not that bad. It's I agree. I, like, I don't. Like, it's it's really not weird. Either. It's not. It's. I walked out of it. I enjoyed. I the had fun. You guys, I, mean, I loved it. I, I, I'm going to go buy it next. I really enjoyed week. it. When I get paid next week, I, mean, I will go buy it. I mean, honestly, watching you two react to it. Yeah. I put it up there with Pacific Rim Uprising. Was was <laughs> that's yeah, one and a half stars? Because I was like, <laughs> right. you know, it's it's it's. It's two and a half or three stars, and then I saw you guys just because yeah. that was your team up yep, there, right? And, yep. and it, I'm like, no, three stars for these guys, the, you know? That's right. The, the 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 actual like real analysis that I have in that movie is there were a couple really stupid plot devices that never went anywhere, and Steppenwolf was a terrible, terrible. Not game. great. He's the worst and part, and, and, no, and, and that's and that's ultimately like if you'd had Dark Side or if you'd had Brainiac or or that Grog, is you know? DC's fucking. Crux. Yeah. That oh, is the well, weakness. Dude, I, as much they, as I love they Wonder have Woman. shitty fucking villains. Wonder Woman's villain sucks. Yeah. Well, it just, uh, it flat out does. But and, the, no, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, the, but the interaction with like 
Gordon in like Flash. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's fucking hilarious. Right. Yeah. But a movie, and it's been said a million times, a movie like that is only as good as your villain, mm-hmm. and their villains fucking suck. Well, there, there was and the- like, and, and you know what? I'm sorry. Uh, a lot of Marvel's villains suck too. But luckily, like the uh, the pizzazz around it mm-hmm. can distract you because right. I mean. Yellow jacket, you guys, come on, dude. He, he's just Fuck as, he's just as good as Loki. He's just as good <laughs> no, as Killmonger. Right? But the, like, I, I love that. Movie but the scene, the I, scene. The I know, scene. I love that movie too. But the villain <laughs> was not good. The villain could not like. It was well, cliche. They, he could have not even been in the fucking movie. But the was, thing is, how do you get the? All right, I I will agree to you on that part. But it's just like. Right. He cre- that was one of the best fight scenes at the end of it. Really was, yeah, but sure. that, that's not villain. That, that's but direction. that's where like yeah. we got to get to this fucking set piece. You could put anyone, right? anyone that could shrink in that role. Exactly, okay. right. anybody that could that. be. Right. Shrunk. It, it, it could have been fucking Kirby. I, there, right. there is the, a scene. There is from a scene. Nintendo, yeah, in the beginning yeah. of Justice League, where where Batman's fighting a parademon on the rooftops of Which Gotham City. Awesome. It was the best Batman Very scene cool. in live action. Like if they would have brought in. Dark side and the new god and and parademons. Oh yeah. man, right? And, and uh, but granny goodness. Oh my well, god! Oh. But you're but you're getting that now. Yes. You're getting the new oh, gods I, movie. It's just I like hope it's so. right, directed by Ava DuVernay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you are getting that, and she's gonna have dark side, and she she oh. says her favorite uh, comic book character is Big Barda. A big so, Barda I mean, is cool. Big huh? Barda is so shit. Anyway, yeah. so there's that. Uh, here's here's where it broke down. Um, the uh, uh, the gross puts Justice League over a six million dollars behind Man of Steel, which is in fourth place. Almost a hundred million beside Suicide Squad, which is third place. Which is garbage. A little over a hundred million Wait, behind. Which one? Suicide Squad. Oh, the only Oscar-winning superhero it. movie. It was half garbage. It um, just needed a, a better end villain. A little over a hundred million behind Batman v, and about one hundred eighty-three million behind the number one Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Yeah. Huh. Oh, Wonder Woman was a phenomenally better movie. Yeah, but it's also once again, bad it, it followed again. that fucking yeah. it, it followed that Marvel model where the the story around it was so fucking yeah. good, and the performances were so good, and the writing was so good, mm-hmm. and the directing was so good. You could forgive that the villain was kind of like it. Yeah. It, it was just it was just charming and but, entertaining to watch. Would yep. you consider any DC movie lately, not like Joel Schumacher's shit, but like would you ever consider them any garbage? I, I can't. I wouldn't say Catwoman. So. Well, well, we're talking well. Joel Schumacher days. I've wa- I've watched I've watched like all right. Okay, maybe you not got, garbage. You guys, you guys are bleeding hard DC fans. I am. I'm more. I'm 75 percent Marvel. Well, mm-hmm. I'd probably say 66 percent Marvel, and the rest yeah. is, is. I, I, I was gonna I'm, say you're more DC. Than yeah, that. I'm. I'm. I'm like two thirds Marvel, one third DC, and I. I go in there like hell yeah, like I yeah. enjoyed the fuck out of Justice League, and I've. I. I can't say they're bad. The problem is, it's just like, is everyone so accustomed to Marvel's formula? Mar- yeah. Marvel has a fucking formula, and it works for them. Well, and then so it, you and what they have like twenty something movies now. Marvel, yeah, well, thirty one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, like if you and have you that take, much enough, and that under that formula, and then hours. you go see a DC film, it's gonna be hard. You're hardwired. You're, you're still hardwired on Marvel. Well, so you have a hard not, time not enjoying on, it. Not only that, Jay. Uh, the the issue we run into is. I'm sorry. A lot of DC fans are just dinks. And they are dinks. They, that's, that's where I was coming. They ruin it for people that aren't DC fans because they'll but, sit there and moan about it when it's mm. and they'll, they'll 
they'll just pick it apart for dumb stuff. Everything you're saying. And, and yes. they ruin it for everyone else. And so instead of word of mouth like Marvel fans mm. bringing their friends to the fold, you got these DC fans out there, oh, the Parademon's wingspan was off by seven. <laughs> <laughs> right? No, and you're right. Okay. No, I, I agree with Tony. Right, right. That was going to be my point, was I think DC fans are kind of their own worst enemies. Right. And they, they kill it. Because I talked to and, a lot of people who didn't go see any of these DC movies because I heard it sucked. Yeah, right. yeah. Well, and, but, and, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not but, labeling all the DC fans no, out there. No, no, but there are there is, there is a, a group, a there's group. a local group. And yeah. the and the other thing, and like I hope they're fixing it now. Uh, the DC movies, unfortunately, are owned by Warner Brothers, and like why you say unfortunately? Because they have a problem with meddling. There's no cohesive. They don't. There's no like overseer. They don't the have goddamn, a Kevin Feige. They don't have a uh, exactly. They yeah. don't they have don't a have Kevin a Feige. Feige, and they're and they're also. I feel like they're relying just in any of their any of their uh, properties. They are relying too much on the uh, multiple Earth theory. They're, yeah. they're also suffering a little bit from, and I, I noticed it when I was watching Justice League a couple weeks back, uh, Christopher Nolan's been an executive producer on every single one of these movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And nothing against Christopher Nolan, but if you go back and watch his Batman trilogy, uh, two of them don't hold up for shit. The The Joker one is still highly entertaining and really good to watch. Mm-hmm. His, I, his first Batman movie is actually kind of kind of burdensome. Like it's... I, it, no, it, I, I loved it. Like I loved it and watched it dozens of times. But I just watched it a couple months ago, and I'm like, okay, this movie, this movie's actually kind of suffering under its own grim, dark hmm. ponderousness. But that's, but that's just so DC. That's, but that's carried over to all of these new movies, yeah. Yeah. where you've got this Christopher Nolan ultra serious darkness, yeah. and well, ju- we don't and, want that in our superheroes. And Justice anymore. League tried to break away from that, and that and you, but you can literally feel, but it, you can feel the Whedon line. Yeah, but only yeah. when Whedon yeah. came in for yeah. sure. And, yeah. Like I'm on record, and I say it unapologetically. I do not like the Nolan Batman movies. Mm. I do not like them at all. I, I love them. I yeah. fell asleep. In I think two the, of them. I think Dark Knight's one of the greatest movies ever. Honestly, agree that Dark Knight is cool. But I that, mean, it's that, cool. That... You have a wrong opinion. But, uh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> that, why are you still talking? That first movie that I, I literally watched the first Batman, uh, the first Nolan Batman movie. I've watched it dozens of times, but not recently. Well, that we, movie had a lot of work to do. It had to establish. It, it this had a lot of work. And universe it is. You know? It is almost a labor to watch right now. I like it's, the first one the best. Really, I do. Yeah. I don't waste still time. All right. yeah. um, it actually felt like a superhero movie. <laughs> well, here's a here's a couple of I'm just gonna breeze through these and then we'll get to my big question for each one of you. Oh Jesus. Uh in, in after broken news. Uh we to got the left. we got Astro City. You know oh, that comic like, book. Kurt, yeah, Busick. Kurt Busick. Kurt Busick, uh Alex Ross. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Once being, again, like t- a decade ago. Mm-hmm. But anyway, go But ahead. being made into a TV series. <sighs> okay. From the people who brought you American Gods, it's a it's an interesting well, which people that, you the know, one still, that quit well, or he'll free, be, he'll free be there mantle, for half a season. Yeah. Fremantle Media, yeah. the producers. What's happening with American Gods? It's, it's All I know, Mundo, right? it's coming back. They're working. I on have it. not watched one episode, and because they said that they were changing the, like the people behind it. I was like, I don't want to get into a show. That oh, but no, this that, that run that, is. Mm, you could stop. No, Jimmy, you could stop one. right there, like, Jimmy, and I might stop right Jimmy, there. You could, okay. Jimmy, seriously, watch seriously, it. it's so well, fucking. Please. Okay, Jay. I got to, like I'm gonna call shit like on uh, like uh, watch uh, things that do that. Mm-hmm. Like ABC keeps advertising like some new show that's coming on from the from the network that brought you Lost. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. You. 
you were the station it was on. Exactly. Fuck you. Exactly. Yeah. Are we talking about Lost, the show that changed showrunners so much yeah. that it didn't know what it was doing? Exactly. You know, the, season? the best one of that recently was on the Deadpool Tool trailer where he said, "From the was it from the studio that brought you twenty seven dresses?" And <laughs> I can't remember the other was one. it Fifty Shades? And Fifty. It? Like, yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, a couple of quick things before we go to break. Um, okay. Valkyrie from, from the Thor, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Yeah. Tessa Thompson. And Thor uh-huh. from Thor Ragnarok. Uh-huh. What if they were men in black? I'd watch it. Yep. Okay. Then you'll like this. All right. She's, uh, she's, are they seriously she's, doing she's, it? Uh, mm-hmm. They are talking to uh, to her, Tessa Thompson, uh, to be with this uh, men in black show. With, with, with uh, Chris Hemsworth, right? Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Uh, Fate of the Furious uh, director F. Gary Gray going to direct. Right. Tessa um, Thompson's dating Janelle Monae right now, and really? that's just about the most amazing thing that in the is. world. Wait, who's, who's Tessa Thompson is dating Janelle Monae? Oh my god, is that like uh, Monae from the Janelle Monae? Janelle, Janelle, Mon- Janelle Monae just just YouTube you think some of her videos. Bonet. She is uh, <laughs> she is she is a protege of Prince's. She's huh. incredible, a phenomenal singer, and uh, some uh, oh jeez, you're thinking Monae the painter. All right, um, <laughs> sure, that was on the Cosby Show. Janelle Monae, <laughs> Janelle Monae, and Tessa Thompson. She's that that painter, uh, the yep. painter that uh, was on the Cosby oh, Show. Oh yeah, he was great. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, finally, this this was a few weeks ago that was announced. Uh, Danny Boyle is oh, going yeah. to uh, he's going to direct uh, Daniel Craig's final James Bond movie. Yeah, he said we're working on a script right now. It's going to be train spotting with spies. Uh, so that'll be interesting. Lisa Bonet is married to Jason Momoa. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. She that's was married that, to Lenny Kravitz. That's, he, he that's kept more gross. You know, it's, just it's fun to learn. Ugly sex. Yeah, she was uh, <laughs> she was she was married to Lenny Kravitz, but he kept breaking toilets, so she had to. Uh, Why was he breaking toilets? Uh, it's, it's a news story. If you do radio long enough, you get to a Lenny Kravitz broken toilet story. It's like every every three or four years, you get this. Lenny Kravitz broke a toilet. Neighbors are mad. Apartments are flooded. Got to up right. that fiber. Yeah. I think that's a lie. <laughs> okay, uh, we'll take a break. We'll get broken news, and then I will ask you my question. Since we don't have any questions, after these messages, we'll be right back. Unless we see you first. Talking about sex can be uncomfortable. And you know it shouldn't have to be. At Black Velvet Boutique, they believe there's no shame in sex or wanting to be educated about sex. Black Velvet Boutique is an all-inclusive, judgment-free shopping environment. They emphasize positive relationships between partners and with oneself. Black Velvet Boutique, they're located on 293 South State Street in Clearfield, Utah. You can go to blackvelvetboutique.com or give them a call, 801-525-1583. They're open seven days a week. They are locally owned and operated, staffed by some really cool, fun, compassionate, and caring women, Dawn and Leah. Very supportive, very passionate about making sure that uh, their customers have a positive experience. You're free to shop anonymously or engage with any of the Black Velvet Boutique staff. They're interested in building honest dialogue and relationships with their customers and helping people make informed choices. Black Velvet Boutique is its not a porn store or a novelty store. It's for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. Black Velvet Boutique, huge advocates of self-care, which is about understanding your body and sexual needs and desires. Visit them at their store, 293 South State Street in Clearfield, or call them. Ask them about their free workshops, Black Velvet Boutique. Hi, I'm JD. I'm Peterson. This is Spencer. And we're the 3-Bit Gamer Show, where we fight about video games. No, we don't. Yeah, we really do. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and follow us on Facebook at 3-Bit Gamer Show. Pants are optional. Pastor Games has got some special stuff happening this month. If you're a gamer, 
you love to play games, especially board games like uh, D&D, Magic the Gathering, Pokemon, you're going to love Haster Games. Not only do they carry the best selection of all the latest board games and Magic products, they buy pre-owned board games and Magic products as well. Now, coming up this month at Haster on April 14th and 15th only, it's a Magic Open House for new players looking to learn to play Magic the Gathering. They're going to be teaching you magic as well as giving you a free deck and a special promo card just for going in and learning Magic the Gathering with Haster. Uh, Magic the Gathering Dominaria pre-release. This is happening April 20th through the 22nd only. If you pre-order your boxes of Dominaria with Haster, you can receive them a week early. And on April 27th, again, Dominaria, Haster having a special draft event on April 27th. Haster Games is located at 6831 South State in Salt Lake. They're open Monday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. and on Sunday, noon to 5 p.m. It's a great place to stay and play. Haster Games or go to HasterGames.com. Broken news. Welcome to it. Woohoo! Yeah. All right. It's uh, the episode is hydrate and lubricate. Don't remember. We'll get back to it in a moment. Not a clue. But coming up after the broken news, it's the Geek Show Music Club. What's that? You don't remember the Geek Show Music Club? I don't remember we, this. At we all. Talked yeah, about, we talked about music. Talked about music for like yeah. a half hour. <laughs> I could do that for two hours. <laughs> you could do that for days. Yeah. Both of you could. Yeah, we could. I heard I heard the weirdest thing on the radio coming up here. Yeah. A lady uh, reading a recount of Coco the Gorilla telling the aristocrats joke. What? That, that's, <laughs> what? Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. There's a lot it, of... Is, it, say, right, is it real? I don't because know. Because you're asking a gorilla to comprehend... Humor, a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah. he, she called the da- daddy gorilla. Its dick was called a pickle, and the baby gorilla's dick was called a tadpole. Oh, this this isn't real. That's Even not. I'm real. gonna pretend. I'm I'm gonna pretend it's real. <laughs> See what's weird about that though is because stay tuned to the end of this episode because I sit down with the director and the and the rock for Rampage. That's uh-huh. right, and we talk about Coco the gorilla. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> Wow, we're, we're so fucking, we're so good at this fucking show, That's, man. The, the, it, the show just happens. The show just happens. All right, The Rock. How many she times? Was, now, Coco was huh? friends with Robin Williams. Maybe he told her the joke. Uh, you're asking a gorilla to comprehend a lot of shit there. Yeah. Uh, how many times have you interviewed The Rock now? This is my second time. Your second time. But what was cool is that uh, I've got a friend named Kevin out in D.C. He does what I do, but on a grander scale. He's like friends with The Rock. Like they tweet at each other like all the time. And so before he started his interviews, we all just sat around and talked for seriously like 15 minutes. Mm. Just around the shit, how he's going to start doing the Jungle Cruise soon. Yeah. And he's just there just eating lunch while we're talking to him. I'm oh. just like, what the fuck? That's weird. And if you haven't read it yet, Rolling Stone just did a whole story on The Rock. Fan-fucking-tastic. Like, just to, goes into his history and all his, that? History, his kids. I mean, he suffers from depression. Like, you know, oh, just, yeah. Just crazy stuff. The dude is a fucking just, he's fantastic. He's, he's had a kind of a rough life. Yeah. I mean, it's, Interesting. it's just a really cool guy, but super nice, so stay tuned for the interview with that. It's a fun time. Good old Rampage. Cool. All right. Well, let's get to uh, the broken news, and then we'll get to... Oh, we're going to review Rampage here in a moment, right? You are. I 
have to look at some email. I have to look at some emails if I can. It might be embargoed still. Okay, but we've got three other films we can review. Yes, we we're, we're, and and I saw one of them. <laughs> Maybe we'll save hey. it. <laughs> Maybe we'll save it for next week. Save rampage for next week. Yeah, because it's like the only one coming out next week. Okay, so oh, since there's so many fucking movies this week, <laughs> we can do that. All right, let's uh, begin uh, just with some uh, quick stories here. Um, just uh, really quickly here, your CWDC shows. Uh, most of them have been uh, renewed for another season. So your uh, Arrow, your Flash, your Legends of Tomorrow, Supergirl, Black Lightning, all going to be coming back. Okay. How many uh, other six? Uh, uh, see, uh, well, there's Arrow, Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, Supergirl, Black Lightning, five. Five. Uh, and uh, they're also renewing Supernatural. Again? Again. That'll be the 14th season. I was going to say, it's been on for like 30 years. I think, because Kat was telling me that they're going for some number, like 500 episodes or something like that, and they need a season and a half left. Oh, okay. Uh, Your Riverdale is coming back, Shannon. I fell behind on that. I guess they did carry the musical on there. That's what I hear. What? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The ones who are on the bubble are The 100 and iZombie. Now, I've watched iZombie up until this season. I've got a DVR full of them, yeah. but there's just too many shows, and I there's yeah. too many shows. I haven't been able to get to it. And I, 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 I watch, you know, I've enjoyed it, but then they added Andrea Savage to the show, and I like her a lot. And uh, yeah, so I need. I, to, I fell out of it. I need to like, watch it first season because there was too many shows. Yeah, you know. Then what? now there's way too many shows. Mm-hmm. What I've noticed when like with shows, and I try to just like hammer them out stuff like that is like I'll go for the half hour ones first. It, yeah, that's, that's what me I do. Too. But I can even watch like six half hour ones, and I could have watched three hour ones. You know what I mean? But I'm like, yeah, I'll do the six half hour ones. I just banged out uh, all of uh, Atlanta. Oh yeah! I've Holy never, shit! Never even started it. That. Yeah, I haven't started because there's too many shows. Yeah. They're just killing it. The ones that I've seen though, I've oh. seen like two episodes. They're just great. This last week's was so fucking weird. Hmm. Donald Glover was basically playing Michael Jackson. Okay. All right. I bet he could in do a, it in a creepy in a like in a creepy house. All right. See, I yeah, just, it was weird. I just marathon AP Bio. Mm-hmm. Um, God damn, I love that show. Uh, <laughs> I'm still watching Last Man on Earth. Like I just I'm enjoying yeah, it still. Yeah, I still watch it. Dude, Fred Armisen was just on there. He's a cannibal. Oh my God! Well, he was a cannibal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, here's another show. Oh shit! Uh, this this project has jumped around Hollywood for the longest time because Why the Last Man is a comic book that's been around since what? Oh, yeah, they've been trying to make that forever. Yeah, 2002, yeah. I think, is when it started. Great book. And, uh, yeah, if you haven't read it, it's it's a great book. Um, they're finally ordered to pilot at, uh, let's see, where is it? Yeah, FX. Okay. But it's just pilot. They're not committing to a series. Mm. We're it's, finally going to see Yorick and Ampersand. Yes, Ampersand the monkey. Wait, I've got a good idea. Hmm. I think television should treat their shows like the Utah State uh, used to handle their liquor licenses. <laughs> and you can't start a new show unless somebody sells their liquor unless license. Unless another superhero show goes, <laughs> goes you away. can't have another genre film until a show until another genre one gets canceled. Sorry, man. You got to wait. No, nope, sorry. <laughs> we just started Krypton. You can't do Why the Last Man. Can't do it. <laughs> Damn it. But uh, yeah, it's... Uh, They've got uh, people who worked on Jessica Jones and Turn. Uh, Ada Mashaka Kroll is the showrunner. You've got uh, Melina Matsukas, who's worked on uh, Formation, uh, Master of None, Insecure. They're all working on it. But yeah, it's a, for those who don't know, it's a, it's a DC Comics uh, Vertigo title. Revolves around Yorick Brown, the last surviving human with a Y chromosome, and his Capuchin Monkey Apersan. And it's not only is don't didn't like all the male animals die too. I th- I can't remember. It's been so long since I, I read it. I think he's like 
he's the an, last him and that monkey yeah. are like the he's an escape oh. artist. Uh, there was a mysterious plague, and, and he sets to find out what has wiped out the male chromosome. It just says male chromosome, so I'm guessing that it's animals as well. Um, is Brian K. Vaughn right? Yeah, yeah. So that'll be interesting. That'll hmm. be interesting to see. Well, you know what I've oh I've always wondered is why they didn't make Ex Machina. In, or you never hear? Do you remember? Did you read that? About uh, the super, oh, the, the comic book. Yeah, the super powered uh, mayor uh, of New York. No, they didn't. I I wonder why. I've not read that one. No. Oh God, you've never read that? No, that makes that that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I've not read the boys. I'm aware of it. I read it. And the boys takes place in a world where superheroes uh, embrace the darker side of their massive celebrity and fame, and centers on a group of vigilantes known informally as the boys. They set to take out corrupt superheroes. They're not superheroes. They're just people. They've cast the lead, and you're going to like this, Carl Urban. Hmm. Shit, yeah. Yeah. He will play Billy Butcher. Uh, mysterious, brutal, personal secret agenda. Uh, but that show, they've got the whole cast now, and it's it's going forward. Who's doing it? Uh, it is going to be on Amazon, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah. I still hope he does that Judge Dredd TV series that, that's been rumored. I just don't know if that's going to happen. <sighs> not if you start in this one. Yeah. Yeah, not if you, yeah exactly. Not if you start in this one. Okay. A um, couple of things. Black Panther, once again, just destroying everyone in his path, has finally now beat Titanic. Take that, Rose. Fuck you, Titanic! It has passed up Titanic on Saturday to rank as the third top-grossing title of all time in North American box office. That is crazy. So it's, it's behind The Force Awakens and Avatar. Wow. Oh, God, if it beats Avatar, we should have Avatar's, a party. Avatar's second place is 760.5 mil. Force Awakens is at uh, 936.7 mil. Oh, you're just talking domestic then. Yeah, no, this is just n- North America. Gotcha. North American box office. Uh, it, uh, it, it did it domestically. It's just, it's made 1.29 billion <laughs> Jesus. around the world, and it's number the number 10 title of all time. <laughs> Around the world, it's ridiculous! I love it. Isn't that crazy? Chadwick Boseman was really good on Saturday Night Live last night. He was night. pretty good. I haven't watched it yet. I'm going. It was to, really fun. T- T'Challa on Black Jeopardy. Oh, T'Challa on Black Jeopardy was the shit, man. Don't spoil it for me. I'm going to go watch it so as soon good. as we're as soon as we're done here. I'm going to go up and watch it. Have you noticed how heavily they're featuring Black Panther and I think that's any on commercial? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Of course, on it's on purpose. Infinity Wars. They, I think they're they're. Cashing in and going, look, it's Black Panther 2. Yeah, oh. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they got that war chant going and shit. Oh, yeah. Oh. That's, that's great. If you haven't seen those, go out and look. And there's supposed to be a new Han Solo trailer now. Yeah. I haven't looked at it yet, but I will. Hopefully. Uh, this is a weird thing. Um, and I'm just kind of a theme park nerd, and so that's why I included this. You probably, you're probably going to be bored by this story, but I'm doing it for me. Um <laughs> So when they open up their Marvel section in California Adventure, mm-hmm. they can't call it Marvel. Why? Because Universal owns it, huh? It's it, see, this is again. I'm I'm kind of a theme park nerd. You know, Universal Islands of Adventure has their Marvel Land, and they and they wrote the contract with Marvel a long time ago. I thought it was the whole Mississippi River thing. The Mississippi River thing, exactly. Yeah. So. If it's on that side of the Mississippi River, you can't do a Marvel theme park. On the west side. 
on yeah on the on the west side of the Mississippi, it doesn't say that you can't do a Marvel theme park. You just can't use the word Marvel. That's how weird this contract yeah. was that they did with Universal. I, I can't imagine the fucking like how many pages these contracts are. Yeah, so much bullshit in them. It's just it's just like hidden in this thing where it's and they got in trouble once before because they were promoting the avengers with a uh, a wraparound uh painting job on one of the monorails yeah. in uh in florida okay and uh so they had it but they didn't have it at the part where it goes into the parks it was an it was an outside track <laughs> oh my god because it said marvel's avengers yeah. on it well you know there's a lawyer waiting in the, in the oh, shadows yeah. just waiting for you it you know it and, and so when they open that in California Adventure, yeah, you're going to have all the, the superheroes do all that, but they can't call it like Marvel Land like, or whatever. Com- you know. Comic Bookville? Here's the other <laughs> weird part, is that they're opening a Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster in Florida. Because Guardians of the Galaxy was not included in that contract. Oh, God. <laughs> because Universal didn't know who the fuck they were. Yeah. Sure. You know? Nobody knew who the fuck they were, yeah. except for us. You know? <laughs> wow. So that, that, that's how they're, they're getting around it. They got their lawyers going through these stupid contracts going, oh, what, sure th- what can we, what can't we? You, you know, know the shit eating grin on those lawyers, how much they're getting paid to just go yeah. page by page? You go, uh-huh. uh-huh. So yeah, when, so when it opened, there's a, an in de- if you're like me and you're a nerd for this kind of shit, there's an in-depth article in the LA Times if you click on it. They, uh, it's it just ex- called the, M- the MCU. Oh, I M- wonder if you could. MCU land. MCU land? Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's not a bad idea. All right. How about... Uh, you can have that one for free, Disney. <laughs> How about Superhero Square? <laughs> Yay! There you go. Call um, it Gotham and piss off DC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're watching Gotham? No. You? No. You should. Fuck that show. No, listen. What, listen to the villains that were on... One episode, the okay. last one that I watched. Hugo Strange. Okay. Okay. Um, Solomon Grundy. Okay. Joker. Penguin. Riddler. Of course, you got Catwoman. Yeah. Mr. Freeze. All on one episode. Yeah, I just don't like that show. All on one episode. It was, and it was just, it, that showed also, like Legends of Tomorrow, does not give a fuck. Yeah. It's just doing shit. But you know who wasn't there? Poison Ivy is also on the show. Yeah. Batman. Batman's not there. Batman's never there. <laughs> <laughs> Superman's oh, and Scarecrow. Scarecrow oh, yeah? as well. Yeah. Well, at least Superman's cape is on Krypton. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, right. their version of Brainiac on that show is so cool. That's what I hear. I saw like the trailer what, thing for it. It looked pretty cool. He's like one of my favorite villains of all time. And they're they're doing it. They finally they're making him all scary mm. and shit. Good. His ship looks like a big scary monster. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now this is this is the weirdest story from last week. We're always hearing stories about how Stan Lee is being taken advantage of. Oh, I people. read this shit. This is some weird shit. Have you heard this? So many, we did. need to go take care of Stan Lee. Okay, so the Daily Beast did some reporting on Stan Lee's finances and how they've been drained by ongoing disputes with like former business partners and, and hucksters and hucksters. Well, there's a there's a group called Hands of Respect. It's a for-profit charitable organization that Lee and his daughter were formally involved with. TMZ found this out. Uh, his former business associate allegedly forged medical documents last October to instruct Lee's personal nurse to drain several vials of blood from him. <laughs> They're literally bleeding him dry. 
What? Uh, now, originally, oh. TMZ reported that people close to Lee were concerned that the blood itself was going to be sold off in, in pens, you know, as an ink substitute. Okay. But an updated claim from the, from the site alleges that the blood has instead been used to stamp Lee's signature onto several recent Marvel comics. <laughs> the Mighty Thor like, 700 and a variant cover of Rise of the Black Panther number one. Who's stamping them? This group, uh, Hands of Respect. Now, sounds like respect to me. What the say, fuck? Not very yeah. respectful, is it? According to TMZ, the comics are being sold in, at the Las Vegas uh, Marvel Avengers station. You know, they get these promotional things up that pop up every now and then. Do they have a giant fucking banner that says, like, we're stamping with his blood? I don't think they go that far. Let me, let me, get, let me get in here. The, uh, an officially licensed exhibition and retail store uh, in the Treasure Island in Las Vegas. Now, the site obtained a certificate of authenticity included with one of the stamped comics retailing for up to $500 claiming that a signature on the book has been hand-stamped with Lee's solvent DNA ink. Uh, it's one of the many weird things about the certificate that ties the comics and Lee's stolen blood back to Hands of Respect, whose logo is printed on the bottom of the document. Oh, my God. Um, so we need to go save him. But here's the thing. Online searches about the ink turn up little beyond mentions on social media. Going back as far as December... Fans receiving other Marvel comics stamped with Lee's signature stamp solvent DNA ink. They've been, like I said, bleeding him dry. Uh, additionally, a thread posted in the forums of a third-party comic book grading service, the CGC Comics, from February, inquiring about the comics on sale at the Marvel's Avengers station with Lee's signature, uh, a post claiming to represent the exhibitor's retail store, stating the comics were stamped with solvent DNA ink infused with Lee's blood that they were donated with Lee's consent in the wake of the Vegas mass shooting that claimed the lives of uh, like 58 people leaving. Oh, now you're bringing that shit into it, too. Exactly. Cool. So, dear consumers, here's, here's the letter that, that they found. Dear consumers, Marvel Avengers Station is a global touring interactive I exhibition in association and production with Marvel, Disney, blah, blah, blah. Uh, following the October 1st tragedy in Las Vegas, uh, Stan Lee's Hands of Respect was moved by the community response. In res uh, Stan Lee's Hands of Respect chose to dedicate the introduction of Stan Lee's solvent DNA ink made with the actual blood of Stan Lee to the Las Vegas community. Due to his commitment and passion, Stanley donated his blood. They explain how it all uh, created with the, with the highest of care uh, and standards. Blood was drawn from Stan by hand selected nurse and under the direction of Doctor Rom Dandelion. Rom, yeah, Rom Space Knight. Yes. Oh. Uh, clinical Chief of Cardiology from Beverly Hills, California, Stanley's Hands of Respect Medical Ambassador as well. Following the strictest of protocols, Stanley's blood was delivered to CleanSnap, one of the country's leading manufacturers of ink products, where a team of chemists developed and uniquely customized in composition specifically for Hands of Respect. The hand-stamped signatures utilizing his ink, certified authenticity, blah, blah, blah. Products sold exclusively at the thing. We're in the Treasure Island. Thank you. So they did a search for this clean snap. <laughs> this is so fucking weird. Clean snap doesn't exist. What the fuck? Carry. Except as a data aggregation service for a construction company. But clear snap, an ink pad manufacturer based in Washington, does. So it, it just keeps getting weirder. And then Marvel Station has pulled the comic books. This is, we, we want nothing to do with this. This is too weird. 
But holy shit, Stan Lee. We need to go save him. We do need to save Stan. Somebody needs to save Stan. I think Stan needs to save us. What the fuck is wrong with this world? Who the fuck would want that anyway? Any chance to make money. And if you've got a gullible rich, or not rich, a gullible famous old guy. But even if if Stan was like Stan himself had a fucking, you know, tube in his arm. I wouldn't wouldn't want that. No, who the fuck would? Just sign the damn comic book, you know? Nah, I've got it. I've got his autograph right there. I've got one too. And it's not blood. It's just right there. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's all I need. I I don't need his fucking blood. Yeah, I just want a Sharpie. It's fine. Yeah. Good lord. That's a weird story. That's a weird story. Uh, And finally this. uh, Are you watching Ash vs. Evil Dead? I'm enjoying that as well. It's a half hour show. I know. Too many shows. I gotta catch up. (laughs) It's a half hour show and it's great. Um, During a QA and a promoting his his latest book, he was asked about uh, another movie. You know, you do another Ash movie. And here's what he said, and I love this. He said, another movie? No, 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 no. If they cancel this TV series, Ash is done. Because hmm. there's lavender on my property, and I'm going to smoke weed and hang out. <laughs> 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 so there you go. Watch Ash vs. Evil Dead. It's really quite enjoyable. Anyway, let's review some movies. Where do you want to start? Uh, well, let's start with the worst one so far. Well, here's the thing I want to say first. This year's been weird with uh, Rotten Tomato scores. Or not even this year. The past like six months. It started with Lady Bird. And they were like, it's 100%. Mm-hmm, 100% mm-hmm. on Rotten Tomatoes. And I was mm-hmm. like, what's well, got to be good? And it's not that it's bad, but it just it was not a fucking 100% movie. And I'm like, okay, that's the first one. Well, now this new one, it's called uh, Blockers. Yeah, and, uh, what's up with that? So what's funny about it is that like they're promoting another thing, 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. And um, you know, I'm looking at it right here, 69% on Metasco- uh, Metacritic score. And so I'll just say that the quick storyline is uh, John Cena, Leslie Mann, and uh, is it I'm calling Ike uh, Baronholtz? Baronholtz. He's yeah. very funny. I like him a lot. Yeah, yeah usually he's pretty funny. Um, and so basically the whole story is that they're do- they all have uh, daughters and they're all friends together. They've grown up since they were childhood friends. It's prom night. They've all made a sex pact that they're all going to get laid that night. They lose their virginity. Yeah. They're and, daughters. Uh, and they're so, daughters. All, yeah. And all, okay. the, all the parents find out about it. So it's them chasing the daughters throughout the night. And, you know. I would say wackiness ensues, but it's just stupidity ensues. Because see the trailers, I see the trailers for this, and I go, that looks really bad. Oh, it looked fucking awful in the trailer. Yeah. And then, and so I wasn't going to see it, you know, first of all, because I'll just say the station I work, <laughs> the station I'm, I'm a part of is never going to let me review a movie no, called Cock Blockers yeah. on, on the air. Yeah. But now, and I've heard of, every critic I've heard besides you really liked it. Yeah, well, fuck them. Okay. And so, <laughs> um, so, the, I mean, t- everything from just, I mean, this is a movie that takes all its jokes. Everybody said, it, oh, it's the this generation's American Pie. They basically just stole all the jokes from American Pie, at least the style of humor. It's just fucking stu- stupid humor. I've never seen more ball sacks in it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, carries out. Yeah, carries uh, out. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've, uh, like, was it butt chugging jokes and shit like that? It's just, it's so fucking unoriginal and just no thought process to it, you know? And usually John Cena is funny as shit. I'll give him that. Like he stole the show in Trainwreck oh, yeah, from yeah, Amy yeah. Schumer. I was surprised. And so, but uh, Kat, and so I wasn't going to go see it. I was just like, you know, I don't, I don't really have room for it in my content. You know, just whatever. I'm not going to deal with it. And then I saw ninety three percent. And then when I was down in LA just a few days ago at the Rampage mm-hmm. Junket, everybody's like, "Oh my god, Blockers, man, Blockers is funny as shit." And I was like, "All right, like that." So I told Kat, I'm like, 
I think I'm just gonna go check it out. You know, you know, yeah. you, you don't have to come if you don't want to. I'm just gonna. Go. I like this uh, theater down in, in Sugar House, in you know, by us, because they have these like 9 a.m. like screenings. Yeah, and I'll wake up at like eight. Cat's still kind of tired, so I'll, I'll just go piss off and go watch a movie. And then if it sucks, great. It's still 11 a.m. You know, and so I was like, all right. But then Cat actually was awake. I was like, you want to go check it out? And she's like, yeah, fuck. I got nothing else to do. So we went there. You know, got tickets, paid for them too. You know, usually we yeah. can get in for free. Pay for these fucking things. And we started watching it. Well, the first thing that I, I, and I hadn't really watched any trailers besides the TV spots, really. Yeah, that's, that's all I've seen. And I was like, this doesn't look good. I must have blocked my mind out. I fucking hate Leslie Mann. I think she sucks. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think she has any fucking talent. <laughs> God bless Jad Apatow for dealing with her because I don't want to. And so uh, right when she showed up on screen, I was like, oh, God damn it. God damn it. And so <laughs> so they start. she starts fucking doing her bullshit. And then like 30 minutes into it, I'm like, I haven't laughed once. Wow. Not fucking once. Wow. And then like, and I'm like, and it, there was probably, and we actually had, as we were getting our tickets ripped, we had some friends in front of us that were like, hey, what's up? Like, yeah, you're, what are you going to see? Blockers? Yeah, that's too. You know, see you after the movie. And like, they weren't laughing. There's like three other couples in there. They weren't laughing. You know, no one's fucking laughing. I think at the end of the movie, it's 102 minutes long. I laughed out loud once. Really? Oh, geez. And everything else was like, because <laughs> that is not the impression that no. I'm getting from no. from all of these reviews. It is yeah. so fucking stupid. It seems like it. It's so bad. It seems like a movie that we've seen a dozen times and before. It's, it's one of those movies where I'm sorry. Well, here's the thing too. They show it in the trailer. Uh, John Cena finally finds. I'll give a fuck if I spoil it. Finds his daughter <laughs> with the kid in the bed like that. They're not really having sex, but he grabs the kid, throws him through a fucking dresser, and smashes it. And he goes. Are you all right? And he's like, oh, surprisingly so. And like walks off like that. And then he sits down and has a heart to heart with his daughter. I'm like, you just assaulted a fucking teenager. Are you kidding me? Like your daughter would not be like, oh, hi, dad. Let's have a heart to heart. She'd be screaming, you know? And then the same thing happens in the other room. Like if your parents showed up at the hotel, you would just be like, let's talk. You'd be like, what the fuck are you doing here? Like that, you know? Like it makes no goddamn sense. Like it's just so fucking stupid. It sounds and when, bad. And when they have these heart to hearts, I'm like, you don't for a movie like that where you you just grab the dude's balls, you just had to tube up your asshole. You don't get to have a fucking moment like that. You didn't earn it, you know. And so by the time I was like, we walked out, and I said, "Fuck that movie." I was at one and a half stars. The more I talk about it, I'm down to one. I fucking hated it. I mm. think it's so right. bad, and I don't see what these people are seeing of how funny it is because I don't think it's funny at all. Wow. So. Fuck it. Yeah, I mean, like, all I can judge is by the trailers, and it's like there's nothing there for me. You know, well, what's funny? Even Seth Rogen was on Kimmel, I think it was the other day, and like he was talking about because he's a producer on it. Yeah, and he was just like, yeah, I think it's like the most well reviewed movie like I've ever been a part of, like that. And, you, and I always swear you could read his face, like going, I don't fucking get it. Like, you know? <laughs> so I don't know. I just all right. So fuck blockers. I'm sorry, guys. All right, what's next? Uh, next one I will say is a, a Quiet Place. We can talk about that. I I saw that. Yeah. Uh, John Krasinski. That's mm-hmm. scary. Uh, directorial debut starts with his wife Emily Blunt. Uh, it takes place. I don't know if it's so much the future. The, the what I love about it. The first thing it says is day eighty nine. Yeah. So this shit's been going on, and the story is is that they don't even really explain it. These monsters show up on Earth. They're blind, and all they can do is hear. So what you and, and they can hear like almost like a fucking pin drop. Yeah, and when they, and when they hear you, then they just kill you. Yeah, it's just like, boom. You know, they, they kill, I think they eat you. I, I, they, they never really show it. It doesn't say, Yeah, really. it's I just, mean, it's PG-13, you know. so it's not really gross, violent kind of thing. You know, they, yeah. There's like little flashes here and there, but like, it's it's more... It's on, a psychological thriller, right? It's, yeah, it's more on your, uh, you know, on the edge of your seat kind of thing. 
And so it basically it's just survival. You know, they're, yeah. they're just living in this, you know, after, you know, I'll say day 89, something happens. Then day 473, I think. Something. Yeah, it jumps so, ahead. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, do the math. I think it's about a year, a little bit over a year. So um, they figured out how to live silently. You know, they all learn sign language. Yeah, the, the, all, the majority of the movies in sign language. Because one of the daughters is is deaf. Yep. And uh, so they know sign language. That's how they communicate. They they, they they put sand down. They put sand down on walking pads, so you're not you know crunching leaves or twigs or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, they have their farm is set up with with a series of lights. They're yeah. white lights or red lights, and so if there's a red light, that means an emergency. You know. Yeah. They they got all of it figured out. It's pretty cool, and it's it is pretty amazing. Like the way they cook meals is like underneath the house, like that. So like they lift it from the floorboards, like so there's not like you know roaring fires really outside. Yeah. But there's really cool. Like I'll jump to the positive because I got some negatives. Um, it's the world building. That's what I loved about this movie. Yes. It's the universe he's created because like you have this, like there's a scene where he's on top of his house and he lights this fire, like that you know, and then all of a sudden he looks around uh, among the horizons of like these trees, and all of a sudden a fire comes out. A fire comes out. A fire comes out like yeah. that. So it's like the community saying, "Like, so there are other families. We're good. Like, yeah. you know, everything's yeah. fine." Which yeah. the only thing I would say is, like, I thought the other communities would get involved in the story, but they never really do. But no. you, you kind of just. But it's cool to know they're there. That's what I thought was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I love that they never really explain how they where they came from. Yeah. I think it just leaves the mystery out there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's just it's just certain like you know stuff like that that just makes this a, a fun experience. You know, and that's where I like that and. I'll get into <laughs> to I'm gonna get into a rant about this movie too, um, but yeah, but uh, Krasinski it's his directorial debut. Mm-hmm. Damn good job for Great the job. first time. Great job for um, first time director. Absolutely. I'll say that his wife outshines him horribly. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, she, she's <laughs> Emily Blunt. <laughs> you know, she's Emily Blunt for God's I, sake. Yeah. yeah, I saw her on I think it was was it Kimmel. I don't know, but uh, no, it was on Colbert. She he asked her to be part of this movie and she said no. Oh really? And then she read the script, mm-hmm. and it was like, "I want you to fire that lady." That you. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> I want that. I want that part now. So. <laughs> um, the I'll I'll just say a couple. Of, the the major negative I have with it, and I think it is a director thing, is too many camera shots on like something's going to happen with this. So let's turn the camera to this and focus on it for like three seconds. You're yeah. Like, oh, did you see this this item? Just just so you know, we'll be, we'll be back. Yeah. yeah, and it happens like four or five times. Yeah, like and it just kind of got a little irritating because because I'd rather if yeah, and I'm not saying like, I mean he, a great job, but like it's I think a more experienced director would more hint at it. Yeah, like you know, be in the background like that. Did you notice it like that? Because then if you're like, how'd that happen? You're like, go back and look. You're like, oh shit, you know, like that. Where it's like. There's a you know that's gonna fuck up everything. You're like, yeah, I saw it. <laughs> um, that's kind of my main complaint. Just little things here and there. But here's the thing, and this is going to get into a broader aspect of just theater going experiences. Shut the fuck up. There, Learn to not talk in a fucking theater. There <laughs> is maybe a total of three minutes of dialogue, if that, if that, in in this movie. Because I mean, it is silent. Yeah, and. Yeah. And 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 in a, in a silent th- here's here's another thing that you need to be aware of. Be aware of what movie is playing in the theater next to you. Yeah. Because I had there was Ooh. there was some <laughs> like Transformers or some shit going on in there, so it was constantly vibrating and rumbling. Oh, so that, that kind of took away. Yeah. Everybody in my theater was pretty good except for the couple next to me. It mine was good except you, for the ones behind me. Yeah, but when you, I, after I shushed them, they shut the fuck you up. You can't whisper in this movie. No, you well, just can't. Well, technically, you shouldn't whisper in any fucking movie. Exactly. Right. And like you know, I, I I know people do it. 
Some, some people don't really know how to talk. You know, if that's your whisper, that's not a whisper. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Some people can talk like this. I know like that. But in this movie, you can't fucking talk like that. No, you I'll can't. Still fucking hear you. you can't. Because the people behind me go, like, th- I gave him one strike. I didn't even give him three. The first strike, I'll just say this. There's something about batteries in the very beginning. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she goes, I hope she doesn't tell her dad that he took those batteries. I was like, no shit. She said that? Yeah. Now, here's the other thing. So oh, I was like, that's strike one. That that's strike woman. one, motherfucker. No. After it says day 49, the first thing they show is the house they're living, right? Ooh, that's a spooky house. And I go, shh. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You know, I didn't say that, yeah. but you know, at that, as, I'll, I'll be honest. She didn't say another fucking word good, after that. Good, good. But this is a movie, seriously, you will hear every fucking word you're saying. Yes. Because it's essentially you're watching a silent film with no fucking like piano playing like Charlie Chaplin. Not that no, kind of no, silent no. film. A silent no, film. No, I, I totally agree with this. Even Alamo Drafthouse, I'll give them points for this. Have you seen this yet? No. They have this uh, picture. Uh, I'll take the time to look it up. But it's a menu item, and it says, A Quiet Place is a Very Quiet Movie. We suggest these non-crunch edible items for like on their menu. Brilliant. A soft pretzel. Yeah. A uh, was it covered fries? Perfect. Right. A pizza. Because <laughs> even the guys sitting on the other side of us yeah. had popcorn. Yeah. They were smart enough to stop eating it. Sure. You yeah. know, and everybody in the theater was great except for the couple next to me, and they oh. and they finally figured it out. I think I want to give John Krasinski yeah. points for this because I think yeah. people will finally figure the fuck out that you should shut up. Like you know, it's yeah. like it's <laughs> terrible. Yeah. It's so bad. And cat. When I made I made this a post on my uh, on my Facebook page mm-hmm. like that and. People were just it kind of blew up, and then Cat made the thing goes. I hate that. I hate people who crinkle their fucking you know candy wrapper bags that they brought you know from outside. I hate people who open their outside food that I can smell your barbecue sandwich. I know Lee's mm-hmm. complained about that shit. Yeah, um, you know people with their cell phones like that, and like Cat's shit blew up too. It's just like there's a fucking respect, and then someone actually asked me, not, and they weren't trying to be rude. They said, "Well, I like talking during the previews." No. No, I like watch, watching the watch previews. Watch the previews. Yeah. When the lights go down, the lights, it's time to shut exactly. up. Exactly. <laughs> when the lights go down. I'll say this about this movie, too, is see it right away. Yeah. I know you're hesitant because of all this talk about, you know, talking in the theater and everything. See it right away because the internet's going to fuck it up. Yeah. They're going to overthink it and fuck it up. Yeah. Buy the premise, buy the bit with this one. Yeah, you it's know? fun. Because afterwards, Sue and I are talking about it, and we had, you know, several, but it, and I kept reminding her. I said, "But, but in the moment, we enjoyed it." Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. It afterward, just, it, we thought about it, and you know, there were some plausibility problems. Enjoy the moment. That was like yeah. me in the first, like Cloverfield. Yeah, I just loved it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Started thinking about it. I'm like, Ugh. yeah. Right? Don't overthink this one. But I just when I see a movie like this, I'm like, originality. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's different. It's. I will say this too. I, I think it's about a solid 30, 45 minutes into it when someone actually talks. You know, yeah. Like that, you know, like because yeah. they find a way, you know, to talk. You know, I won't ruin why. And I'll and you go, oh, what? Not somebody scared you. Be like, oh, oh wow. Yeah. No, Sound. <laughs> yeah. You know. Isn't that strange. Yes. Yeah. So it's. I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot too. I'm about. Uh, I'd say three, three and a half, kind of going back and forth. Yeah, Yeah. it's it's just it's a great first attempt at at directing. I I tip my hat towards them, and it's a fun theater going experience if you just learn how to shut the fuck up. Yep. (laughs) And and Emily Blunt is a treasure. Oh my god, yes she is. All right, I can't wait for her as Mary Poppins. Oh, I'm actually looking forward to a Mary Poppins movie. I never (laughs) thought I'd say that. Go ahead. Last one. Uh, uh, She said that she thinks Mary Poppins is creepy. Well, you think about it. Yeah. yeah. She just shows up out of nowhere from the sky. Yeah. Oh. Hi. Let me watch your children. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, let's see. The last one, Isle of Dogs. 
I want to see this so bad. Oh, I the, loved Fantastic Mr. Fox. So did I. You know. Well, I love Wes Anderson in general. Yeah. And I'll just say this real fast before I get into this. Watch uh, Honest Trailers, Wes Anderson movies. Fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah. They go through like his whole repertoire of like just how everything's kind of the same. and like, uh-huh. just, I don't give a shit. I still love Wes Anderson. Me too. Um, this one is, uh, so it's kind of in the future a little bit. Uh, set in, I assume, Japan. Uh, and it basically, with the, the dogs have in the community that they're overrun, overpopulated. They've come down with like this sickness. And so this mean mayor says, like, we got to send them off. Like, we got to get rid of all the dogs. So they send them off to this island, like these, these little, almost like a skybox car you see like in a theme park mm-hmm. like that that takes them out to this island <laughs> it just drops them off all these dogs and it's and it's all a, of them. and it's a, it's a garbage island pretty much yeah yeah it's garbage it's island. where they dump their garbage mm-hmm. and so uh so and you got a great cast you've got brian brian cranston jeff goldblum bill murray um edward oh, norton it's a hell of a cast it's ridiculous and yeah. so basically uh the first dog they call him dog zero his name's uh spot i believe um he's the first one who went out and he was he's the Dog that belongs to the ward of the mayor. Like, it's his nephew, essentially. So he sends him out, and the kid's pissed about it. So he basically steals this little one-man engine plane and goes out there and then crashes on the island. To try to find his dog. Try to find his dog. And so, and then they basically, they're like, okay, well, he finds this pack of, like I said, led by Brian Cranston. And uh, they go on this adventure to go find this kid's dog. And that's kind of it. And, like, the mayor sends out army troops to go get him. It's (laughs) fucking, it's so genuine and just I mean it, it, it screams Wes Anderson that's the mm-hmm. first thing but the animation's beautiful the dogs are adorable uh, the music's great uh, it's funny you know it's 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 dry wit humor it's I, just I, I, I've seen two trailers and I'm like I gotta see this fucking movie it's so good Kat and I just went randomly on a was it this is we were recording this on a Sunday we went Friday just like at mm-hmm. noon yeah and just like went to go check it out and I'm just like oh. and she's like what do you think I go that was fucking amazing. Like, I, like I, that's how I felt after the uh, Mr. Fox too. Yeah, fantastic, Mr. Fox. I was just yeah. like, God, that was just good. Yeah, you know what I mean. It just, yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. What, what is? Oh, cuss and cuss. Cuss. What are you? Are you cussing? Kidding <laughs> don't you, me? Don't you cuss at me? <laughs> so what, you're giving it three and a half. Three and a half. Yeah, good. it's it's Excellent. really good. And Excellent. It, and and give it some love because actually, as we record this, I got to go do the news. And they wanted me to review the top two movies, which is uh, Quiet Place came in first. Quiet Place was first. Ready Player One was second. And yeah. I go, do you really want to do Ready Player? Because we did that last week with the junket. Like, you know, I've already reviewed it like three times on the news. I was like, and she's like, well, what do you want to do instead? I'm like, can we do Isle of Dogs? She's like, well, it came in 10th. I'm like, it needs love. Like, so I was like, yeah. And she's like, yeah, let's do Isle of Dogs. And it's, so, is it like, you could take a kid to see it? Oh, God, yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's. I think it's PG or maybe yeah, it's got to be PG. I can't imagine it being. PG-13. Think a kid would like it? Oh, there was a like a whole row of kids. Oh, really? When I went there, yeah, there was some mom brought her whole like bunch of kids. They were sitting there laughing and having a good time. Great, with it. What's, that's terrific. So. What's so sad is I bet there's like three kids in my class tomorrow that will have seen a, a quiet place, <laughs> and none of them will have seen Isle of Dogs. <laughs> All right. So it's a pretty good uh, week for movies. It is, but fuck blockers. It is. Uh, all right. Well, let's uh, let's get back to the episode then. Thanks, you guys. Word. Uh, the episode continues after a message or so. Uh, we'll return to hydrate and lubricate. Please to enjoy. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection reminding you that free comic book day is Saturday, May 5th. And they're going to be open early from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. And they're giving away free comics. Come for the free comics and stay for the fantastic sale. Everything store-wide will be 20 to 50% off. 
and you can get your picture taken with a number of Utah's best cosplayers dressed like superheroes and Star Wars characters alike. Be sure to get your exclusive Dr. Volts cover for DC Nation number zero. All right, in April at Dr. Volts Action Comics 1000. Celebrate 1,000 issues of Action Comics with an all-star lineup of top talent as they pay tribute to the comic that started it all. From today's explosive action to a previously unpublished tale illustrated by the legendary Kurt Swan to the Man of Tomorrow's future, this very special oversized issue presents the best of the best in Superman stories. Also Infinity War, the epic film is almost here. Prepare yourself for the movie event of the summer by picking up one of the graphic novels that inspired the cinematic universe. Learn the hidden stories of all the characters like Iron Man, Spider-Man, and Thanos. Open seven days a week, the hold service is free, and with that you get a 10% discount of purchases over $20 or more, and the previews catalog for free. They're at 2043 East 3300 South in Salt Lake City. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Cabin fever with everything from gifts, puzzles, books, playing cards, retro candy and lunch boxes, and a whole lot more. They're currently stocking their shelves with steampunk figures, the original Kit Kat kitschy clocks from yesteryear, coffee table books guaranteed to turn an eye and entertain your quirky guests. All of these gifts, along with the wrap ribbon and greeting cards to go with them, stop by Cabin Fever and tell them Geek Show says hey. Cabin Fever located in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East. So much more than a card store. Hey, are you doing all the work? I mean, are you having groceries, ingredients shipped to your home, and then you're doing all the work? I mean, really, you couldn't send me pre-made croutons? I gotta slice the almonds? All that packaging and ice packs, that can't be good for the environment either. Let Chef Daniel do it for you. Home delivery service geared for those who can't cook, or are too busy, or have decided to make changes in their diet, and don't know where to start. This is from scratch cooking in resealable, reusable containers. Ask Shannon, he's used this service. Menu changes weekly. You can order as much or as little as you like. No commitment to order every week. Daniel can accommodate all food preferences and allergies. Vegan, vegetarian, paleo, gluten, and dairy-free. Daniel sources a lot of ingredients locally. He's proud to source and serve a lot of local product. Go to his website, Cantu's Catering, C-A-N-T-U-S Catering.com for more information or to submit a home delivery request or contact Chef Daniel at 801-359-6035. Oh, Daniel can cater your party or special event no matter how big or small. Ask me or Jimmy about that. He's done that for us before. And you get a special discount if you tell Daniel, Geek Show says hey. Hi, this is Carrie, and I'm here with my wife, Sue. Hi. I'm so proud of her. She started her own business doing what she loves. Tell us about my workout buddy. I believe that working out with someone will keep you motivated and accountable to your fitness goals, so I'm your workout buddy. I will meet you at your Salt Lake County gym or rec center for a 60-minute workout session. If motivation won't get you to the gym, my workout buddy will. So you will come to my gym? Yes. The more you know about your own gym's equipment, the less time you'll waste trying to figure out a routine. I think it helps build confidence and competency, and that makes going to the gym more enjoyable. But you're not my personal trainer. Well, I'm a a certified trainer, but this is not a personal trainer service. So what do you do? I am actually going to work out with you. I'll do cardio, weights, group classes, whatever you want to do. I will help you with options to make exercises effective and help you towards any fitness goals you may have. That's a great idea. How do people start? Well, message me on Facebook at my work workout buddy SLC or email me my 
workout buddy SLC at iCloud.com. One session is $20. If you cancel an appointment less than 12 hours before the start time, there is a $10 cancellation fee. And why is that? That's motivation and accountability. And if you tell Sue Geek Show says, hey, you'll get half off of your first session, my workout buddy SLC. And we're back. Oh my God. Ooh. All right. Do it. Thank God. I hate it like when we just go into that black nexus. <laughs> the void. <laughs> yeah, for the break. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, break void. Now, uh, ordinarily, we'd read your uh, your uh, Facebook uh, questions but from, I, from you, the listeners. But yeah, Jay fucked Jay. up. But Jay fucked up. I didn't have clearance. <laughs> just, I didn't have clearance. You, you know just, what? You just blew Falcon. Well, let's the whole make sure thing. you get clearance. You blew Falcon yeah. the whole show. All right. I, I thought of the idea, just didn't have clearance to execute the order. All right. So I'm going to ask each of you the same question. So This actually scares me. I know. Be thinking. This is the first episode of Geek Show Music Club. Oh, I'm going to lose. Oh, shit. Geek Show Music Club. Let's play a game. Here's what we do. Each one of you, I want you to bring forth Mm. an artist... Tony, I'm sorry. <laughs> right. Bring forth B- Busker Rhymes. <laughs> bring forth an artist that that you think that that people should explore more. God. I would like to turn you on to this. All of us at this table or the list? All of us at this table. Right. Can we do two? So this will be for the listeners. They'll get you well, I'd I got rather two. you I'd rather you got two. I'd rather yeah. you do one, but okay. I'm going to quickly mention one that I've mentioned right. before. So these are artists that we, the Geek Show panelists, are recommending that you, the listeners, should explore more. Just you, get me out of the way. You want to start? Yeah, because okay. you know, like I'm like I'm You'll a total like hours. music nerd. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, my two that I'm going to limit myself to. Okay. Um, Nathaniel Ratliff. God damn it. Na- yeah, so look <laughs> up another one. Is that what you were going to say, Jimmy? He's like, that's the only new band I know. Um, they don't have to be new bands. They can be old bands. Sure, whatever. Yeah. Um, for me right now, uh, Nathaniel Ratliff and the uh, Night Sweats, they have a new album out now yeah. called Tearing at the Seams. It's really mm-hmm. good. And it is fucking fantastic. Their first album, uh, just the self-titled one, not a fucking skipper on it. You know what I mean? Like, not one song where you go, skip it, skip it. Same thing with this new one. And it's a little it's a little different from the first one, hmm. but it's still got that fucking awesome blue-eyed soul to it. And it's, um, he, he's such a great songwriter. And he's, like, his voice. Mm-hmm. You know what it is? is it's good road songs. Like, if you drive sure. down the highway. Or, or oh, just, like, God. even, like, Every time, like you know, I got this, I got this, I got the robot spy in my house now. I go, I go yeah. you know, there's two bands that I say, I say, "Hey Google, uh, mm-hmm. play Nathaniel Ratliff in the, in the Night Sweats," mm-hmm. and it's great. And I just you know clean up my house and I love it. Uh, and the second one is, I love Against Me with an exclamation. The band mark. Against Me, yes. Um. Hmm? It's hard to like, so they're like post punk. Their lead singer uh, is trans. Oh, like, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, yeah I've heard it. And me, yeah. um, their songwriting is once again. I'm all about songwriting. Mm-hmm. Their songwriting is amazing, and they're uh, just picks you up and stuff. So like. Uh, 
go to your pan like go to Pandora and type in against me. You if you like, um, mm-hmm. I would say bad religion or you know that kind of like verbose mm-hmm. like touching kind of punk rock. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Check it out. The, the they the lead singer wrote a whole um a whole concept album of about transitioning yeah. from a male oh, to a female. I've heard some of this. Yeah, and it's, it's good. fucking fantastic. All right. So there you go. All right, there's your two. Who's next? I got I got an oldie but a goodie. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't gonna, have to be new. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play just a, oh, okay. uh, just well, a me, smidge of it. Let me turn turn that off. Second, it starts. God damn it. <laughs> Tom Waits? Tom Waits. Uh, uh, Just absolutely a genius as a songwriter. And he's got the graveliest voice in the world. Holy shit. (laughs) What's he going through? Uh, A lot. So... I used to hate. I, I hated him for a bit because like because Scotty that worked at uh, Birds with me loved him so much. Yeah. I heard way too much of him, but love him again. And his version of uh, uh, "Down Deep in a Hole." Mm-hmm. It was the uh, it was the uh, the beginning of the wire. Oh, for yeah. a whole year. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's it's funny because if, if, so if I'm talking music, the the artists that I bring up the most are Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds and, and Tom Waits. And Tom oh, Waits, I, I grew up on Tom Waits. My dad played uh, Tom Waits Nighthawks at the diner when I was seven years old. And, and the like, piano's you know, been drinking. Yeah, the piano's yeah. been drinking exactly. Yeah, and and he's he's one of those guys that uh, the the music that he has written that other people have recorded. It's 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 amazing. But he did. Um, He's done some concept albums. Uh, he sounds like a dude who's been through the ringer, but if you actually talk to him or see interviews with him, he's he's had a good life and he knows it. Mm-hmm. He just he's just in tune with the uh, the cultural decay that the United States has been going through pretty mm-hmm. much since its inception, and he sings about it. And his voice, you hear his stuff from the seventies, and he's actually got a singing voice. And something happened, I think, somewhere around seventy eight, seventy nine, where it all became really gravelly. Mm. Um, that song I was just playing, "God's Way on Business." Uh, there's a phenomenal YouTube video where someone uh, played it to Cookie Monster talking, <laughs> and uh, it's it's seamless. Like Cookie Monster is literally talking there about the lament of modern man because uh, yeah, everything's gone to shit, and God doesn't care. God's way on business. But so I want to ho- like. But you mentioned uh, Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Yeah. If you guys have never listened to that fucking band, don't listen to the murder ballads, unless you really want to. I that's one of my favorite albums. It's of a all phenomenal time. album, and I will I will play it. But I've noticed that it's not something you want to play like on a first date because <laughs> no. Oh, no, no. But also, um, it that talks about the, just the whole like um, general humanity falling apart. Yeah. Well, yeah. Nick Cave's a preacher. He's got a he's got a church out in oh, in the middle of New Wales. I finally got to see him live this year. Yeah, that's right. Holy shit! Like yeah. it blew my fucking mind. People are like like going up in front of him like a preacher, and he's yep. they got their hands up, and he's yep. like touching them. Wow! And like fucking girls are passing out and shit. It was beautiful. Yeah, he's he's uh, he's he's an interesting dude. The thing with uh, the thing with murder ballads is you know there's the the old the old uh, the old song about Stagger Lee, and Stagger Lee's a card playing guy who killed a bunch of people. And- yep. And it's what, a half hour long? Yeah, dozens yeah. of people covered Staggerly. Well, you haven't heard Staggerly until you heard Nick Cave Staggerly. It's seriously like 10, <laughs> 15 minutes long. Yeah, he's mm. just killing everybody. All right, there's Lee. 
Who uh, who wants to go next? Um, I'll I gotta this one. He's he's in the album's a few years old, but it's such. A, if I'm if I'm gonna recommend something to you guys, mm-hmm. um, it, this was a toss up because we're, I you, you said an artist. So because lately I've been focusing on the genre music like this mostly like retro wave, mm-hmm. what they call outrun or something. It's like it's it's it sounds like it music that would be played in Knight Rider. Mm-hmm. And I listen to it a lot while I paint but uh, and write. And so, but Leon Bridges. Leon, Leon Bridges. Bridges. Leon. Oh, my he's God. He's so great. He's so fucking good. And, and, it, and he's from like a young brother from like, he's like 21. My wife Very, my wife loves him. Yes. Oh, he's amazing. And in a, in what a, can I do? Yeah. What can I do? Yeah. yeah. I like uh, he's, uh, Mississippi Kisses is probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. It's on the deluxe. That's the song. I, yeah. yeah so that's fucking good. When I was stationed in Mississippi, well, that's when that's I heard that right before a drop. Uh, uh, a friend of mine put me on to that and I fell in love with that that whole album. If you if you like Sam Cooke, if you like Otis Redding, seriously. And you That's want strong and, names, dude? Yeah. No, it <laughs> fucking, no, no. He he holds Jimmy. Up. No, it he's holds up. fucking amazing. He can, he can go toe to toe. He's like twenty. He's in his low twenties. Yeah. And in an era where young brothers are doing trap music or rap music, hip hop, this dude's he's gonna says no, fuck it. I'm gonna do a retro. So he's got. He actually just uh, had two new tracks that just dropped like last week. Uh, he's kind of coming out of the whole retro soul. So I I hope that's not the. Well, I, you know I'm, I. I appreciate his, his his artistry, but I kind of hope he stays in that retro show because it's it was mm-hmm. so refreshing. So yeah, check out is uh, that album uh, coming home. What well, and you know he was here in, yeah, yeah. in concert. Yeah, sold the night out. of my the night of my show, I had a yeah. show at Wise Guys. And he had a and show at the Depot. Sold and I was out, so it sold out in a fucking heartbeat. Yeah, it was it was so quick I couldn't get to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. like what? fucking amazing. It, yeah. it pissed me off because I was I was, I, I, I ended up getting tickets and I couldn't go because I had to perform the night. I remember going out on stage and my. See, I wish I'd have known that because yeah. I would have bought your tickets. Because Sue, Sue loves this guy. No, I, I would have bought your tickets too. Yeah. What the fuck? Why didn't you tell us? I sold them. <laughs> I'm All not right. mad. I'm just disappointed. Just disappointed. <laughs> I'm sure of it. All right. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm really blue falcon. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go. All right. Uh, I'll go. Tony. I'll go. So this is one of my safer choices, I think. Uh, the one that'll make. Well, maybe, I mean, the whole point maybe of... Get if you say Nickelback, no, I mean, maybe, maybe get me less made fun ch- of. Is it Chumbawamba? No, is it Chumbawamba? The, the, the whole point of Geek Show Music Club is to present something to, that we may not be familiar with, that we should explore. Well, you guys know all the ones that I like, and <laughs> it just make fun of me. If you say Kill Switch uh, Engage, I'm going to come over there and headbutt. No, no, That's no, what I'm saying. If you say Nickelback, I'm going to kick the shit out of Five Finger Death Punch. No. No, for real, though, this comes out... Oh, Pharrell? Pharrell. Yeah, Pharrell's great. <laughs> Pharrell. I really like Andy R.D. This, this episode comes out on the 9th of yes. April. Uh, now is a perfect time to uh, check out the old... Older, I should say, not old. Old, a perfect circle albums. Oh, because yeah. they have a new yes. album dropping on the 20th. Yes, I say respect. Like, I'm... I'm, yes. a, I'm Anything yes. Maynard James Kenyon Any, does, yeah, I'm, Maynard, I'm down with. I'll so, drink his wine. Yeah. <laughs> I, oh, I mean, I would, but... Yeah. I used to work at Best Buy early, early on in life. Mm-hmm. And uh, I fucking, like... I remember we got a shitload of the Perfect Circle yeah. albums. And everyone was like, I was like, what the... What oh, the they're good. They and everyone was like, just check it out. Yeah, Mirrodin Oms. Uh, you got... Uh, <laughs> I can't remember the name of the of the album with the caterpillar on the cover. That one's my favorite, yeah, and I can't the, remember the name of it, of course. But they got their new album coming out on the twentieth, and so I'm I'm really looking forward to that. But uh, yeah, check out their their older stuff, a perfect circle. Especially if you're a fan of if you heard of Tool, if you like Tool, Tool a perfect and Pru- circle, and Pucifer. and Pucifer is really good. Yeah. I hate their first album, but everything after Pucifer's first album, I think, yeah. is great. 
Uh, so yeah, that's that's my recommendation. Get in some uh, perfect circle. Hey guys, I would just like to congratulate Tony for not bringing up a shitty band. <laughs> yeah, I did it, everyone! <laughs> Yay! You almost redeemed for Busker Rhymes. Almost, <laughs> almost. He's got to earn that one. Yeah. I I've actually uh, canonized him from for Busker Rhymes. Busker Rhymes. Yeah, I, oh, okay. I think that's I think, I think that's gonna out, I think it's great. Right. It's gonna outlive us all. Thank okay. you. Thank you, uh, Jimmy. Coldplay. <laughs> I'm gonna throw no, this at you. <laughs> no, fix, no, fix you is really good jerking off music. Oh god, yeah, <laughs> gross. Um, in my place, uh, my choice my actually place. is a guy who gets a lot of shit because I think people say he sells out all the time. Chad Kroger. No, <laughs> not him at all. Danny Elfman. Oh yeah. Who the fuck I is would, Danny who's, Elfman? Who's saying he sells out? Are you no, fucking are you serious? serious? I don't know who the fuck a Danny Elfman is. Oh, the lead singer of Oingo Boingo. And who the fuck is Oingo Boingo? He did the uh, Batman don't, theme. Don't worry he about did. that. He does a lot of movie Every tracks. Every theme song are... you've ever heard, uh, Simpsons. Did he do the Family Matters, the theme song for Family oh, Matters? Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, sure, why not? Okay, Batman the Animated Series, yeah. The Simpsons, okay, the, I, the first Batman two movies. Tim Burton movies. Oh, you really that, not know Danny Elfman? I've heard it. I've seen the name. As soon as you said Batman the Animated Series, that made sense. I'm like, I'm sorry, I just don't know. The Pee Wee Herman movies? I got a new even better example, he wrote and sang the. Uh, he wrote the songs for Nightmare Before Christmas. Yep. Yes, okay. And he sings the Jack Skellington parts. Yeah, I'm still not. Bit, I just never. That movie just never did it. For okay, me. how about oh, okay. Uh, I, mean, I, how, I watch it, but I, I don't feel that. No, no, I got you. He, I, I realized no, he, no thought, he thought Jack Skellington was too white, but, but like he shows up. No, I think he even did like. I mean, he did you know, Justice League to his discredit. Uh, he, Didn't he actually did. League? He did uh, Fifty Shades. And oh. Like, oh, oh what? Yeah, yeah he d- he takes on a lot of projects. So are, are wow. you talking about his uh, movie scores? Or? I I enjoy most of his movie scores, and I enjoy Oinka Boingo. See, that's that's one of my favorite bands. Yeah. Only Only yeah. a Lad so, is one of the best. Uh, one of the best songs to hear when you're 16 and ready to light your neighborhood on fire. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just think he's so, talented. So as fuck. you know, like, oh, yeah. uh, it, and it's coming up again at uh, Liquid Joe's here. Oingo Boingo Dance Party. And it's like every member of Oingo Boingo. Except for Danny Elfman. Except for Danny Elfman. And, uh, so all the talented people are gone. Well, <laughs> Steve oh, Johnny Bart- Vatos? Steve, no, fuck that. Steve Bartek's not there, is he? No, but like Johnny... But Vatos is there. Johnny Vatos as is As long there. as he still has his feet. He's fine. <laughs> oh, my God. This is a diabetes. Oh, he got the beaters? <laughs> he had the beaters. Uh, good the, guy. Very good guy. What the fuck you know. is Oingo Boingo? Just oh my God! Oh Jesus Christ! Bam. Look into it, pal. Uh, I think I think basically Dead Man's Party is is the the quintessential Danny. Yeah, you're, if you if you if you're I'm sorry, y'all. No, it's fine. I don't no, 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 no. Know about no, I love him. Like, did you ever see the movie Weird Science? <laughs> Even though we no, did, it's not Weird you ever Science? seen Weird Science? Have you ever seen I Weird Science? Back to school. Well, I've seen the, the movie Weird, Weird Science song. has the song Weird Science. I ain't seen that shit. You've heard this, right? Yeah, okay. This is Oingo Boingo. Boingo. It's fucking Oingo Boingo, man. Okay, yeah, he's, the, he's the singer of song. My bad for asking a question about a lad. band during Geek Show Music Club. What the no. fuck is wrong with hey, Dude, we're what? not criticizing you. Well, we thought you were like, you know, no, you were like, not, a, like a no, no, no. young black nerd and you would listen to that shit. <laughs> no, there is no, not, man, there's not, nothing not wrong. all young black nerds know Oingo Boingo. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with Actually, not knowing who Oingo Boingo is. Oingo Boingo is like Oingo Boingo is like a superpower. Hey, black Twitter, y'all fuck with Oingo Boingo? Try it. Oh, yeah. Good one. Who do you want to be today? Who do you want to be? Who do you want to be today? Who do you want to be today? Who do you want to be today? Do you want to be just like someone on TV? Oh, boy, I'm so terrible. <laughs> 
I don't. I don't think Oingo so, Boingo is as big in the rest of the world as there in Utah. Though. For some reason. Okay. Now, there we go. There, now yeah. let me let no, me ask you a question. Because it's like totally I'm, new wave and kind of sky. I was like, gonna really. say I don't know a lot about music, but mm-hmm. obviously it seems to me that Oingo Boingo could be a precursor to the ska genre. Postcursor. Yes. No. Uh, no. Cursor. The ska genre around started the like like the fifties. Yeah. yeah. Ska so, actually, ska, uh, ska is what led to reggae. So a precursor? <laughs> no, so seriously. <laughs> Don't look at me like that, Shen. Ska music, <laughs> ska music you get bands like the Scottalites and the Skeletones. These guys inspired the, the stone Jamaican guys to do reggae music. Yeah. Okay. So Fucking without, Prince Buster, man. Yeah. Prince Buster. But Oingo Boingo is one of those bands. I think, I think a couple of the guys in the band had family here. So if there was, oh, like, didn't, didn't Johnny Vato's mom own, like, Louis Guana or something. No, he, just, like he was just friend with the Cardenas family. Okay. Yeah. But this is, it seemed like if they were touring, which they were touring constantly, they would stop in Salt Lake every well, single time, here's, so like two, three times here's, a year. Here's a fun fact. You know, you're, uh, what is it now? The Energy Solutions Arena? Yeah. No, that's the no, Vivint no, Smart Vivint Home. It's the Vivint Smart Home yeah. now. It's still the Delta Center. It's the Delta Center. It's where um, the jazz tr- It's where the basketball. jazz play. When that opened, there was a sellout concert there. On... They'll, right around uh, Halloween. Yeah, they'll yeah. tell you that the first sellout show there was Janet Jackson. That's not the case. The first sellout show there was Oingo Boingo. Oh. And, uh, but, uh, we uh, sold and, that fucker out. Yeah. And it was uh, fucking Johnny Rotten's band, too. P.I.L.? Oh, P.I.L. P.I.L. Yeah. Opened yeah. up for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I got in a fucking fist fight at that place. That, the, the day of that yeah. show yeah. was the day I was told I have cancer. Jeez. Oh, man. So here's Oingo Boingo. Up there doing all of their happy songs about death. You know, I'm so happy oh. dancing while the Grim Reaper cuts, 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 but he can't catch me. And my, like, and my girlfriend's in tears. Yeah. You know? <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Geez. Carrie, that's a fun fact. That's a fun that's fact. A, and that was my, that's so my answer fact. to Coldplay. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Well, thank you. All right. Anyway. So what's yours, Carrie? Uh, I, have, I have a couple. And, and the reason I brought up this question is because it, it, something has been happening to me the past month or so. One of my favorite bands is The Kinks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I've loved them since high school. And I got all of their albums and listened to them all. But here's the weird thing. Ray Davies, Davis if you're in Britain, Ray Davies, it's spelled Davies, is such a prolific songwriter. I'll be watching a movie or a TV show or something. And there's a kink song that I either don't remember or I have not heard. And you go, that sounds like the kink. And I go, that's Ray. Yeah. But you've got a freaky music memory, so yeah. chances are you just never heard it. This is the thing about the kinks, yeah. is that they have so much music. They're right. like, I mean, honestly prolific. I mean, he is one of the most prolific songwriters that you will encounter. And here's the thing. People just don't know the kinks. Mm-hmm. They know them for one or two songs. They know Lola and Come Dancing. They know Lola, they don't Come Dancing, and they do All the Day and All of the Night. That's what they're known for. Yeah. I'm telling you right now that if it weren't for the Beatles, they would be the Beatles. Oh, shit. Because they've done all of that stuff. They've done concept albums. They, they, God, he did a fucking country album one time. Muswell Hillbillies is one of the best. And, and he's... He's a British kid, you know. Right. Huh. And you, you know, know and another British person that does that is Elvis Costello. Elvis yeah. Costello. He's done so I, many great genre fucking mm-hmm, mm-hmm. albums. I can't like, wait to the party to Elvis Costello. That motherfucker's amazing. Oh, he is. He's one of the most talented people. I, I Want You is a song that you just do not want to put on a mixtape because you're getting laid. 
<laughs> I'll, I'll put it on all my yeah, mixtapes. Well, then, then you do want to put. Oh, yeah. put oh no, no, because it's going to be aggressive. Oh, okay. Uh, but it, assertive. It has, <laughs> it has, it has made me go back and re-up my my Kinks library because mm. I, I'm just like, I don't remember that song. Is there enough room on the internet? <laughs> there's just a shitload of it out oh. there. But there's just tons and tons of stuff, and and it's and it's all. He is. You're a lyrics guy, Shannon. Yeah. This this guy, Ray Davies, has the most wry wit that yeah. you will that you will find. I mean, I'd put him with with its, you know, because Tom Waits is known for his wit and his yeah. songs. Uh, he, he does all of that, uh, and it's just it just. I still to this, I keep finding songs that I I have this wow. album. You know, I own this album, but I don't remember this song. Why don't I remember this song? Can I, I yeah. just gotta say, as a person who loves music mm-hmm. as much as I do, I have loved the the just the the, the way it's evolved, mm-hmm. right? Like I'll never forget. I was so happy when I was like, "Oh my god, I can have a, a CD player with six CDs." Yeah, six disc right? changer, and then the goddamn right, and then but then the first iPod came out, mm-hmm. and. I was like, oh my God, I can have... 500 songs? 500 songs on here? <laughs> You're like Star-Lord. You know what I mean? Like, but no, no. But honestly, my whole, like, I've got... Um, yeah. I love music, but I've also got musical ADD, and I can't really listen through a whole album. But like, mm-hmm. but now where we're just like... Music is just open-based, mm-hmm. and I can walk into my front room and go, hey, um, robot that I scream at all the time. Yeah, yeah. Play music I like. Yeah. And it's fucking perfect, and or just like, hey, I want to learn more about this band. Exactly, I it's so That's, uh, fucking like I I need to try that when yeah. when when I when I found like the first time I heard Wanderlust King by Gogo Bordello, oh, I was like, Jesus. okay, this Gogo this oh, this oh, band so this band is intense, and and being part Romani, it's literally like something culturally sparked in my brain, and so I went home and found more what you would call gypsy punk, mm-hmm. and and. You want to talk about you know people who've seen some shit and been through some shit and been translocated throughout the world and and here's a punk band singing about uh, and and there's five or six of them now that that I can think of that oh. you, you you listen to some of the shit and you're like oh my god these are these are vagabonds these are people that are being pushed all around the world because mm-hmm. that because people hate them uh, but the music is is a little bit Russian and it's a little bit klezmer and it's a little bit uh, a little bit Siberian and and a little bit African and, every, and it's so amazing. Every goddamn culture that exists mm-hmm. right now has some sort of either metal, punk, or uh, hip like rap like like yeah. all of them. Yeah, and like I'm sorry, like the the, the like European. Cultural metal is some of the coolest fucking things <laughs> you will ever fucking hear. Same with and European, it sounds crazy. European hip hop, like grime, oh, yeah, grime oh, some, and, of the, some, of the, some of the French hip hop, uh, um, Iraqi or uh, fucking yeah, it's yeah. fucking oh, the, amazing. The, 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 there's a a big uh, French hip hop community up in uh, Canada. Up, uh, yeah, they, they're doing some amazing stuff. I heard I heard some Thai hip hop that just blew my mind because one, it was in English mm-hmm. and uh, not fractured in any way, and mm-hmm. and, and yeah. you kind of realize because we're we're really arrogant here. We think that everybody yeah. in the rest of the world, English is the most speaking, spoken language on the planet. Right. And most people that are speaking it, especially like in China and a lot of the Pacific Rim countries, they're speaking it fluently. Well, and, and, and the cool thing about hip hop from other places in the world, mm-hmm. it's hip hop, but it sounds different. Yeah. It's got that influence got of whatever their exactly. like, exactly. native like music is. So, 
Uh, all right. So, well, you opened a can of worms there, so Jackson. I would, I would just say, go to your Alexa, and it, it, I mean, do or your your Google Home or, your or whatever, Home or whatever. Just, just say, say uh, Alexa, play me the Kinks or any of these bands. I need or just if, like if play wanna, me, you know, yeah. If you want to hear the weird shit I've been cultivating lately, I've got a, a playlist on Spotify called Murder Circus, and it's all just uh, it's all songs about murdering people set to circus music. Huh. Okay, makes sense. And it's then, three and a half hours long. Wow. You guys, <laughs> okay. All and then right. uh, uh, my last one is uh, I just want to say that if you're if you're ever if you're ever having a, a bad time, you go to your Alexa and you say, Alexa, play me Al Green. Oh, because sure. everything that Al Green sings is better than the original, no matter what. That motherfucker. And I'm trying, to get, I'm trying to get it to play for me here, but it's just not doing it. Think oh. about it. Here we go. Yeah. Listen to the first line of this song. So tired of being alone, right? Yeah. Yeah. Listen to this. The best investment you will make is to get Al, Al Green's greatest hits. Yep. That's one CD, and you will thank me. And also, just <laughs> and sure like, any, like, yeah. and like pay, I'm sorry, pay the fucking 10 bucks a month for any of the premium services. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Let's, like, let's stay together. Fucking go. Al Green's Google Let's Stay Together is one of those, when I, when I heard oh, the story shit. behind that, that he was actually writing a letter to his wife calling the whole thing off. Yeah. And and as he's writing, he's realizing how much he loves her. So you're you're literally hearing when you hear "Let's Stay Together," you're hearing a breakup song that turned into a "How could I? Mm-hmm. How could I?" When we've been through. See, so much. and that's what I love about music, man. Yeah. It's like yeah. the most purest like expression, especially like five uh, finger death punch. Like the greatest expression <laughs> the of human emotion. Expression of anger and, <laughs> and emotion. And let's uh, let's wrap this up then. Do you have movies? You got I do. games? Yep. Who's first? It's a race. I'm ready. Go, Go Tony. All right. Uh, a little bit of a slow week this week. Something called Extinction. Uh, I haven't looked into it, but it's out for all the systems. Uh, but uh, other than that, there's a few indie games. Uh, Bomb Slinger, Super Daryl Deluxe. I, I don't know. Super Daryl Deluxe? <laughs> Is it Daryl like... D-A-R-Y-L. Oh, I thought it was like Daryl. Like oh, no. Dar- <laughs> Super Daryl yeah, Deluxe. No, like... D- so is it like Daryl from The Walking Dead? Yeah, like Daryl. See, I was thinking Daryl from the old robot movie. Yeah. And oh, then yeah. uh, from the 80s. Wow. And <laughs> also... Henry, Henry Thomas? No. I don't think so. Uh, is it? Yeah. yeah. From E.T.? All right. If you've got a uh, PSVR and your PS4, this is uh, this is coming just for you. Rick and Morty Virtual Rickality got ported to the PSVR. Uh, really? It used to be PC only, but now it's on the PSVR. So I've played that a few minutes of that one, probably 10, 15 minutes, and it's just, it's like you're playing an episode of yeah. this of the show. It's great. Well, uh, enjoy it because apparently there's still no season four happening. It's just yeah, contract, it's contract negotiations. negotiations. That's it's it, no big deal. If, if, if uh, Adult Swim doesn't pay for it, someone else will. Yeah. That's it's, true. Com- it's coming get, for sure. I will. I'll start, I'll start a Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> Rick and Morty Patreon. Uh, movies? Oh, all right. My wife is going to be very excited that The Greatest Showman's now out. Huh? I know that Lee will not be excited that The Greatest Showman's uh, <laughs> Make Make up a fictional character. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a fucking Suicide scumbag. Squad, Hell to Pay? It's an animated. It's an animated. DC oh, animated. I'll watch it. And it's rated R, I believe. DC makes damn good animated shit. They do. Yeah. They. I'm Speaking sorry. They blow the fucking water out of Marvel. Oh, Speaking of which, did you guys see a couple months ago, they released uh, like every animated movie up to that 
month get in one out. big package for like I can't remember 150 bucks or something. Like 60. Jesus. Should take my money. It was all 50 or something of them wow. on Blu-ray and digital. Wow. In that pack. Yeah. That's what? pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, if you want to fuck over Kevin Spacey, you who uh, doesn't? You hire uh, <laughs> Christopher. Plummer. I don't want to fuck on like over <laughs> on the top of over. <laughs> Yuck. You anyway, <laughs> you, you want to plank him? Christopher Plummer is in all the money in the world, and he got a nomination for it. Mm-hmm. You can reshoot it was, all the scenes in 18 days. It was such a fuck you to Kevin Spacey, and I loved it. Uh, Molly's Game is now out with Jessica Chastain. About, I want to see that. Do you have it, do you have it at home? I, I do. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was the signal. <laughs> uh, Phantom Thread is now out because, uh, m- well, my pee buddy is leaving, uh, Daniel Day-Lewis. He's uh he's quitting acting. That's what he says. That's what he says. That's what he's gonna do. Doesn't he say that already? But what? in the past, Daniel Day Lewis hasn't he retired like twice from acting? Yeah, that's his right. Oh, he was a cobbler for a little bit, and yeah, yep. Uh, okay. he's, a, he's a nut. He was uh, a cobbler. Yeah, yeah. He, was a cobbler. he made shoes. Yeah, he learned how to make shoes. <laughs> oh, cool. Terrible. When you got a lot of money, you can do things like sure. that. You know? It's <laughs> my left foot money. You know, you're just like I'm gonna quit. It I'm gonna make shoes. Therapy Henson is in Proud Mary. Which I've heard is very Jackie Brownish, which I want to hear it uh, or see it. One of the two. Oh, Taraji? Taraji P. Yeah, Hansen, yeah. D- did I fuck that up? You said Tara. <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. It it's looks right. like, oh, yeah, well, I mean, look how fuzzy oh, it is. There you go. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, that's it. That's I want to see Proud Mary. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, then, Mr. B, if you, if you would, please. Oh, hey, you know what, Ham? I want to eat more of you, but uh, I really want to go listen to my Pandora right now. <laughs> all right. Well, congratulations. You stayed till the end of the episode because you're a fan of The Rock. <laughs> you're a fan of The Rock. Aren't we all? Who is it, right? Exactly. <laughs> I told Jimmy I want to have lunch with him. The Rock or yeah. Jimmy? Because well, I can I've arrange. Oh, okay. Jimmy. All right. I was going to say, I can arrange the Got to take four steps. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So this is for Rampage, yeah, another, uh, which we'll review next week. Yeah, another video game movie. Uh, based on the old video game. <laughs> You'll hear in the first interview. You'll hear that there's a uh, there's some Easter eggs in there. Oh, good. Yeah. All right. One that I thought was one, and then he kind of thought about it. We're talking about the director Brad Payton, uh, and he's like, "No, that wasn't his name." You'll hear who, and then he thinks about it. He goes, "Yeah, maybe it was." <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So this is the this is the director, director Brad Payton. It's a pleasure to meet you. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say I played games as a kid nonstop. I was a huge video game nerd. Cool. And so I know that this game was from Midway Games. Yep. And I'm curious what you think the next Midway game should be, whether it's Galaga, mm-hmm. Spy Hunter, or Root Beer Tapper. Root Beer Tapper? You never played Root Beer Tapper? I didn't. I want to now. You should. It's, it's called Root Beer Tapper? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say Root Beer Tapper just because that's an amazing title. <laughs> I think we've seen a progression in the genre of video games. You know, it's now they're getting better. And so I'm yeah. curious why you think that is. Well, I don't know. I had a small something to do with that. Maybe not. Um, I don't know. You know, I think that it's, I think the longer a creative medium is around, the more we kind of figure it out, you yeah. know? So the the longer video games have been around and um, the more we've been around them, I think we kind of figure out, okay, how do you take this immersive medium and turn it into a narrative story that may take a little bit of time. And so I just think we've been around, video games are such a part of like pop culture now that I just think just the fact that they're so popular, they're so good um, that we've just gotten a little more educated on how to translate that. Um, I'm a huge fan of Easter eggs. And so I think the one that people may have seen in an office was an arcade cabinet 
in the background. Yep. And I think there might be a special rat in there named Larry. Oh, in the mo- in the movie, his name is not Larry. There's not Larry. Well, the rat? he didn't he didn't get a name. Okay. He, I know the rat's real name, which but, but that's not Larry. We didn't actually name him. That's so <laughs> funny because the game had the rat named Larry. Yeah, so we didn't name him Larry. <laughs> but I'm gonna use that if there's a sequel. I'm gonna make the rat's name Larry. <laughs> um, the biggest Easter egg for me was the woman in the red dress. That Perfect. to me was like, here's the ultimate Easter egg. Yeah. Uh, and there's one shot where you see George reach into a building, take out a guy and eat him. Awesome. But I was like, George is a good guy. I don't want to like frighten children and not like George. Yeah. So we had to like bury that one. Um, and of course, yeah, there is a game in the background of the <laughs> office. Yeah. Um, Helen Mirren just came out and said that she believes stuntmen should be rewarded for their, you know, for awards. Yeah. And I think the same thing about motion cap actors. I'm, I'm, I agree with you. And so I was curious, first of you agree. Yeah. And then, you know, how was it working with motion cap compared to, to other things you've done? I don't think people realize what goes into it. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they realize that like when you, when you see George in this movie, that really is an actor. That's his eyes. It's his facial features. He's really doing that performance yeah. and they train like anyone else who's delivering a performance in fact, in some ways, it's way more difficult. Even though they don't have lines of dialogue, they actually have to emote and tell a story without talking. Yeah. Um, so th- there's a lot of respect that, like, now I get why Andy Circus more so than ever. <laughs> I was always kind of like a fan, and I appreciated it. But now having done it, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is not easy. I love, actually, uh, gri- I think gorillas are majestic creatures. And I, one of my favorites is Coco the Gorilla. Yeah. And I, I've seen videos of Robin Williams and Mr. Rogers and Betty White crawling into the cage with them and Coco holding them. Yeah. I'm curious, would you be daring enough to crawl into that cage? With Coco? Yeah. I think I'd have to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I would feel... Really, I feel really upset with myself if someone said, "Hey, do you want to get in this cage with Coco the gorilla?" And I said, "No, I would." Yeah, I, I, I'd do it. I'd be too terrified. Oh, I would do it for sure. <laughs> Absolute pleasure meeting you. Oh yeah, good to meet you too, man. Have a great day. All right, there you go. A ran- if you'd have told me they were making a movie at a yeah, rampage. We talked about this last week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's go to uh, Hollywood's favorite. It's the biggest. I think they said he's the highest grossing actor right now. I think he is. Yeah. yeah. Well, God, he's in everything. Yeah. God, and the dude's a beast, man. Like it's it was kind of funny when I was right before we did this interview, he went on a lunch break, came back, and uh, what do you call? It? We sat down. And I was the only. I was the first set of. They were doing this weird thing. They were switching all the actors out with them. Like you know, he had another actor, then an actress like that. And then, but when I got him, it was just me and him. Oh god! So they had to reset the cameras, reset the lights, and all like that. So we were just sitting there talking for us all like five minutes, and just the nicest guy. Like you know, in the theater that we saw the movie in was the world premiere. They've been working on this theater for three months. Mm. To pre- it was the Microsoft Theater where they usually do like E three um, oh, conferences. Yeah. Okay. And so a seven thousand capacity theater. Wow. And, and I'll tell you this right now, if, without really reviewing it too much. If you're going to see this movie, see it on the big screen and see it with 7,000 people. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would think this is the kind of movie that needs, you know. It is. You want a big screen and you want audience participation. And a sound you know? system. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, here's uh, here's good old Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. It's absolutely a pleasure to see you again. Good to see you, man. Uh, so, I just want to say, uh, just recently, Helen Mirren said that she believes stuntmen should be receiving awards for their, you know, for their work. And I believe the same thing for motion cap actors. I was curious if you believe the same thing and what it's like working with a motion cap actor on this one. Uh, you know, look, I think there's two parts to that. I would love to see stuntmen and women um, have an even greater recognition, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and I certainly know that the that the Academy has their parameters uh, sure. and their thoughts and their point of view uh, on things. But uh, I am a fan of always being open to change, especially when change is 
uh, is a positive thing. It's, I think especially when it comes time to recognize the backbone of, uh, of Hollywood with our stuntmen and women. Um, now, the B-side to that is the motion capture uh, actors, and we certainly saw it with Andy Serkis with, um, uh, uh, with Planet of the Apes, and what I have experienced myself now, because um, you can only talk about it if you experience sure. it. So now I understand, mm -hmm. after I've experienced it, uh, with Jason Lyles, our actor, and you know, I have this relationship with George. He's my best friend in the movie. And, you know, oftentimes in movies like this with this kind of magnitude and spectacle, it's green screen, it's blue screen, yeah. you're acting against <laughs> a tennis ball, uh, you know, and you're, and which is a challenge sure. and a skill set unto itself. Um, but to watch this actor, Jason Lyles, um, act and perform as this animal who is scared and going through a wide array of emotions yeah. uh, was just really spectacular. And yeah. also, too, he had to learn how to walk like a gorilla, uh, uh, grunt like a gorilla. Uh, again, different uh, little um, nuances as a gorilla. Yeah. Spent time with gorillas and primatologists. Yeah. Really spectacular. Yeah. I give him and Andy Serkis and the motion cap <laughs> Actors out there, are so much credit. I uh, actually learned sign language back in the day, and I was oh, cool. and I was curious how much you learned, how much you obtained. I know you've got a little one and one on the way, and it's really great to teach you know the little ones sign language if you yeah. planned on teaching them anything. Sure, absolutely. Well, we taught our first child uh, sign language, and and it's very useful. Yeah. Um, and I retained a good amount of the sign language. So here's a little cool movie fact: is that my sang my sign language interpreter on Ram Rampage is Ryan Coogler's wife. Okay. Uh, yeah. So it's just a, such a small world. Um, uh, I, but yeah, I retained a good amount, and that was a fun part too. By the way, that was yeah. just another added layer on ways to communicate with with my gorilla is sure. through sign language. Yeah. So you know, my favorite one is is uh, he when he does this is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm a, I was a video game nerd when I was a kid. I'm curious what you were a nerd when you were a kid. Video games, all video games. Awesome. Yes, when I was a kid, just all video games. Arcade, stand-up video games I loved. Uh, some of the pool halls I was hanging out in when I had no business hanging out in. Uh, <laughs> and, and, of course, just growing up. I mean, you name it, from uh, Mario to uh, Madden to awesome. I, yeah, everything. And then the last question I have is uh, I've seen celebrities uh, hang out with Coco the Gorilla. You know, whether it was Robin Williams did it, Betty White did it, Mr. Rogers did it, and they go and like hang out with the gorilla in the cage. Mm -hmm. Would you dare to go hang out with the, and hug that gorilla? <laughs> well, I did research down in the Atlanta Zoo and, and had the opportunity to spend time with uh, gorillas down there in the Atlanta Zoo, and one in particular, Alpha Gorilla, Alpha Silverback, his name was Taz, um, and spent time with the Diane Fossey Foundation, spent time with primatologists, so I put my work in. Yeah. Um, now, Coco the Gorilla is an anomaly and just a, and, and a, and a, and a, and just a beautiful, and I mean this respectfully, attraction. I've seen all the videos uh, with Coco, especially the one with Robin, which I thought was very touching. Um, but um, no, there was something about this research that I felt like the best research research that I could do is down in Atlanta, where we were shooting, by the way. Yeah. Um, but to answer your question directly, <laughs> would I would I go if I had the opportunity to hang out with Coco the gorilla? Of course I would. I mean, awesome. Oh, I would love to do that. Absolute pleasure to meet you, man. Yeah, See you ya. too. See you. Now, if you'd have told me when he was wrestling, yeah. If you'd have told me, guess what? In however many years, he's going to be the biggest movie star yeah you know for in ages yeah i would have said bullshit yeah. i watched wrestling every week when he, yeah for, uh, 
like first like hit big, mm-hmm. I knew he was going to leave wrestling and do something and, more and, and do something else. Yeah, he just had that kind of you know. Uh-huh. I, I yeah. didn't think that he would be this big, though. I mean, I mean, he's a worldwide star. I, I mentioned. I kind of knew it the minute he was on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> That's when I was like, because he was damn good and the singing. He had the timing like that, and stuff. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I said it in broken news. I'm not, I'm not kidding. If you get a chance, you can just Google it. Uh, Rolling Stone, Dwayne Johnson, and they just did the story on him and like how fucking amazing this guy is. Like, you yeah. know, always keeps his temper under control. Like, you know, always try to you know maintains the situation. Always trying to find the the right you know. Correct route. One guy's like, I've seen him mad once. Wow. And he, and he goes, but he got mad. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, and the only reason he got mad is because they were filming some movie, and the, the the basically the crew had fucked up, and so it prevented him from going home to see his kids. Oh. Right. And so he's like, yeah, thanks a lot, guys. Like, that really pisses me off like that. Wow. So family guy, but yeah, super nice guy. So there you go. There's the Rampage interviews, and uh, it comes out uh, next week. Okay, we'll review it on the next episode. Sounds good. All right, see you next week.